This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. First opened in 2003, the High Speed One Rail Line, or HS1, connects London to the English Channel. In 2006, amidst its expansion, a dig site was uncovered which contained an anthropological milestone, a hearth and associated tools that date back 400,000 years and provide the earliest known evidence of the practice of butchery. While the world's oldest profession is a common euphemism for sex work, butcher may in fact predate Lady of the Evening. Butchery organizations existed in medieval England as early as the 10th century, and the first official butcher's guild began in 1272. But while butchery and meat consumption were key to human brain development and the spread of civilization, today we live in the age of high-speed rail, at least outside of North America, and many now opt to forego meat entirely for ethical and health reasons. Enter Heather Tierney, a food writer-turned-cocktail bar owner who parlayed her knowledge of New York's dining scene into launching a flavor-forward plant-based wellness cafe that felt like a neighborhood hang. Open in 2012, the restaurant was a sensation among foodies, vegetarians, and influencers, and another New York outpost followed. In 2016, Tierney opened the first West Coast branch in the ultra-trendy Abbott-Kinney district of LA's Venice neighborhood. Her brand's success with beach-going locals was such that a 2018 LA Weekly piece about her growing empire was headlined, Heather Tierney is the Goddess of Venice. Today, with five locations in hip sections of the Big Apple and Tinseltown, this plant-based juice bar slash coffee shop slash fine dining restaurant serves an affluent, health-conscious clientele who also wants to get their drink on. As Tierney is quoted in her LA Weekly profile, quote, Just because you are eating healthy or vegetarian doesn't mean you should be punished by sitting in a bad environment or having boring food. Just don't let the name fool you. If you go to see this butcher, no meat shall you eat. This week on Doughboys, The Butcher's Daughter. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger. Along with my co-host, Mitchell versus the Latrines, the mm. Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Latrine. Um, Pun on machines with Latrines. I was courtesy no, of I Rob know. B. It was funny because like, I feel like family members were like, you got to watch Mitchell's versus the machines. And uh, I don't think I ever watched it. But People love Mitchell's versus the machines. I heard it was it was good. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see it. Or I Who didn't choose it? to see it, but I should, I should watch it. Is who who did it? Was it a the director is Mike Rianda? Hmm. Was it? But is was it? Uh, who are the guys who did the solo movie and then they was it the Clone How? Oh, Lord guys? and Miller. Yeah, Lord. Or was it a Lord, Lord and Miller? Miller? It's like a, the one their productions. Yeah, it's a Lord mm. and Miller. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I gotta check it out. People like it. Why? What? 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 What a start to the show. <laughs> we haven't seen a movie, but we hear it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell's versus the latrines. Yeah. This is your on-ramp for the podcast. This is your mm-hmm. we always, every episode there's someone listening for the first time. So, mm-hmm. this is the show? This yeah. is the show my fiance likes. We're, 
we're 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 trying to remember if we've seen a a children's movie. <laughs> Uh, Rob B, who said that roast in, said, neither fresh nor dated enough to be clever, but here we are. You guys are the best. Hope the holidays ahead do not destroy you. Thank you, Rob B. Roastspoonman at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, uh, Rob B. Latrine is, is, I think of like a big open piss station. Is that weird to to say that? Like a big open, like... Like I don't like the idea of a latrine latrine, because like in my mind, I'm like, I gotta get my hog out in front of like other people. Right. You know what I mean? Bunch of soldiers, yeah. A bunch of bunch of your fellow uh, enlisted. Yeah, I feel like if you go to like you know like Wrigley Field or something, there's like a latrine, you know, like or Fenway. It's like, <laughs> Those old school ballpark urinals with no dividers, but it's not even no, yeah. no dividers. It's just like one long trough. Those are always yeah. very demeaning. And like I always went to those like as a little kid, I was very self conscious about going to those those urinal troughs. And then like a preteen saddles up next to me and like hangs huge hog. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what the hell's going on like, here? Hey, why are you looking at my son's dick? <laughs> well, come I'm on, just, buddy. It's big. It's huge. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, uh, the uh, the yeah, it's it's a. I think that I believe that latrine has now been generalized to just mean like a, a military restroom, like a restroom mm. in a barracks. So like you know you'll go to like hey I'm going to the latrines and there's toilets in there now there's flush toilets. But uh, mm. but back in the day yeah it was just you just you just dig a drink a uh, you dig a big pit somewhere. So like Patton Patton would use uh, the latrine. Oh Patton used a latrine. He didn't give a fuck. It's funny to think of Patton on a toilet. It's- I mean, it's funny to think of anybody on the toilet, I guess, right? When you think about it. Is there is that a scene in Patton? Is George C. Scott just like fucking <laughs> pinching a loaf? The big cigar? I haven't I seen hope it. Why so. uh, well, should I play a should I do a little drop? Should I should I play a little drop for everybody? I believe you must. We have a good guest today, so I don't great guest. And also, like, look, our banter was on fire before uh, we introduced him. <laughs> Talked about a children's movie. Talked about, about t- child's dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel I, the, the, I, what I was going to say is that I think someone in like the Mitchell family was like, you got to see it. You got to like, it's the Mitchells. You know what I mean? Oh, because like, that's your name. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I didn't see it, but I, I will. I'll see it. We'll do. We'll make it a double or some bullshit at some point. Uh, here we go, Wags. Here is a little drop. No longer in, in pirate season, Wags. We're on the other side of Yark Dobar chest. Yes, that's right. Yeah, our sa- uh, uh, smooth sailing to... Is that what the... How do you say... What is a pirate goodbye? This is We a struggle vast? with this. I think it is... A, a vast means like stop. I was using mm. it as, as like hello, but it means... But that's what ahoy means. A vast is like stop. Our guest probably thrill, thrilled that he didn't have to do some fucking stupid pirate <laughs> no, restaurant. No, I have a name. I have a name that I would love to cover later. Oh hell yeah! All right, all well, right, we'll get your pirate this, name. This is very exciting. All right, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a little audio wags for a drop. Here we go. Here's a little drop. I'm reading about latrines as you do this. Jesus. All right, here we go. What is a bear's situation down there? Because I'm never. I don't know if I've ever seen a bear's hog. Oh. The huge, 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 huge. 
Bears Hall. Bears Hall. Well, <laughs> a thoroughly disrespectful tribute to Coolio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking the same thing. Also, in the email, yeah, uh, it's Chad from the Doscord Wags. It just says, "Hi, Chad. R.I.P. Coolio. Love you all Jesus so much, Christ. Chad from the Doscord. We love Coolio. Sometimes, you know, sometimes tributes happen in strange ways." <laughs> There's what's known as a VIP latrine, which is that mm. that's a latrine that has ventilation to reduce odor and fly in mosquito breeding. So if you've got like a floor plate, that's a VIP latrine. This, I mean, come on. This sucks. This show sucks. Just going to insult every... Everyone we adored as children, we just insult in some way. Or they get mad at us, like they come on the show and get mad at us. Just... <laughs> or people get mad at us for having them on the show. Yeah. Like, what do you want from us? <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, no one's going to be mad about today's guest, though. No. Very, very excited to have him. From Severance and Great American Baking Show, coming to Roku, Zach Cherry is here. Hi, Zach. Hi. So before we get too far away from that drop. Um, yes. <laughs> In the in the world of that drop, was it implying that you've spent your whole life living inside a bear's hog? <laughs> I guess so. Because the timing the timing of you saying bear's hog it wasn't perfect, so it didn't really cover up the words he was saying. So I'm just yeah. wondering if they were. You said it was Chad. Well, I, it was Chad from from the Dose Cord. But let me tell you, if I was living inside a bear's hog. It'd be spacey in there because those things are they're huge. <laughs> I'm glad this character's back. Uh, the uh, I, I the way I thought of it was sort of a metaphorical bears hog paradise. Like mm. it's like you're surrounded by bears hogs, and you're like, oh my god, this is I'm in heaven. That's what I that, sort of thought. That's what you. That's the clear message you took away from that drop. That's my headcanon. Yeah, that's my fan theory. <laughs> Maybe that's what Grizzly Man. That's what he's trying to do. When Werner Herzog is listening to that tape at the end, the audio on it is just like, <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> you must never listen to this tape. <laughs> Promise never to listen to this. Uh, Zach, I, I, I do want to talk a little bit about, about baking and, uh, uh, and, and about uh, plant-based eating. Uh, but before we get to that, headline here for me. This is a food show. This happens sometimes with a guest. Your last name is a food. Yes. As wow. a man with a name Cherry, do you mm. eat a cherry? I love a cherry. I do. Wow. They're good. Great question. Yeah. I have a, I have a follow-up question. This is more hard-hitting. Okay. Do you like artificial cherry more than regular cherries? Uh, not anymore. I definitely used wow. to as, as a boy. But mm. but now I'm ready to claim the true mantle of uh, the actual fruit. <laughs> I am still team fake cherry. I like fake cherries. I, I like a yeah. give me a cherry Slurpee. Uh, that, that oh, that I is mean, good. They're good. Cherries are cherries are. Look, cherry cherry has a lot of artificial sk cherry skittles. A lot of a lot of ch there's 
there's a lot of great fake cherry flavor um, out there. Well, but. also, do you want to throw like a maraschino cherry in there? Because that is the basis is a real cherry. Wags, but it's been transformed. I count that as artificial. To me, you that as, as artificial. Wow. And and in kind of in a lot of ways, my opinion is the only one that matters on this. Um, <laughs> I consider that artificial. So. <laughs> Zach, you just had maraschino cherry on your side, on your team, and you toss it out. You don't They're even need They're all the help. on my team. My team is all of them. <laughs> Do you have Man. a favorite, a favorite like implementation or or cherry dish? Because for me, I'll like I'll go for a classic cherry pie. Uh, I love that's a cherry good. pie. I, honestly, I don't. I don't have one up top. I just I think just like a nice good cherry, like the actual. Just cherry. eating the fruit. I've never had the Jubilee, yeah. so I can't speak on that. I love strawberry too, but also I think I'm team artificial strawberry. I think I like, I think I like the artificial look. I'm with you there. The artificial flavor sometimes just does a little more than the little wrapped strawberry candy. That oh, thing. Come on. That oh yeah, that's fun. That's a good one. Old, old, like I feel like that's a great old person's uh, little treat. Is the the strawberry wrapped candy is. Is there something with cherry pie that, like, you know, Wags, we, we, there's a, oh, do you, I did an apple, apple and cranberry pie for the yes. mash off last year. Um, I did a cranberry tart. Maybe two I, years just, I ago. made a, I prepped a can, a cranberry tart that came out nice. Is there something with cherries that, like, cut the, you know what I'm saying? I know, like, a cherry pie with, like, vanilla, but that's, like, really a cherry slice of cherry pie. Is there anything, like, any fruit you can mix in with cherry? I'm sure. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of a. Of a I'm sure there's some sort Zach, of sorry. thing that would go well with it. The podcast is awful. Sorry, but I don't know. <laughs> well, before we before we get you, too you far, know all things cherry. You claim to be the cherry man. <laughs> no, I said my opinion matters, not that I know everything about. Them. <laughs> I'm just the arbiter, but I don't have all the information. I feel like cherry needs to be cut a little. You need to cut, you know what I mean? You need to cut something in with the it's cherry. A, you mean it's intense. It can be a little a yeah. little too much. A little mm-hmm. cloying. And they can be a little bitter sometimes, right? Yeah. That's true yeah. too. Is tart? Are they tart? Are cherries tart? They can be. You're thinking of Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I've been calling I've been calling Carl cherry, cherry tart for a long time. Yeah, he doesn't like that. <laughs> Let's talk to me about that in our side chat. Uh, Zach, uh, let's talk about baking a little bit because uh, uh, you have Great American Baking Show. Uh, yes. Are you someone who's who's into baking? I am, and I do want to get into that. But before wow. before we get too far, I have yes. to. I am. So I'm a huge fan of the show. I have to. God I have bless to you. Put that out there. Wow. Been a fan for a long time. Been a long time listener. I, in fact, lied to someone important about what I'm doing right now because I wanted to make sure I was here for this. Um, so please do not reveal when we recorded this um, publicly. Wow. Uh, wow. I like, to, I like to think it's like Adam Scott being like, you can't, like, we're, you're leaving. You have no to be filming? A, we're taking an nope. extra long lunch today because <laughs> no Zach comment. has a medical appointment? No comment about who it was. I hope he's okay. Or what I'm missing, um, but that is true. But I came, I came with a few things that I wanted to kind of address before wow. we get into the podcast proper. Please. So, if it, so first of all, I know it's not pirate. It's not yard, uh, yard. What is it? Dobar, <laughs> dobar chest. 
I know it's not Yarg Dobark Chest anymore, but I did have a pirate name that I was prepared with That's in right. case that came up. So wow. that is Zach Scurvy. Wow. That's good. I love I love And I think that's good because my name is a fruit, so that helps you avoid yes. scurvy. Mm-hmm. Also, when you say it, it sounds like I'm saying Zach's curvy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, agree. I my, maybe my pirate could be a curvy wife guy, but he's curvy. <laughs> he's curvy and his wife, curvy or not, you don't know. You just know he's yeah. curvy. Right. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, so that's the first thing I wanted to get. Zach <laughs> right, Scurvy. That's the first thing that I literally wrote down that I had to do. Um, number two, Weiger. Yes. I got to confront you about some misinformation. Wow. That you, that you have been spreading that you wow. have inadvertently caused me to spread. Wow. Okay, Richard Jewell. Yes. I learned about this man from this show. I, I didn't know Richard Jewell at all until Doughboys. He's wow. come up a couple of times. The tale of a true American hero who was pilloried. And according <laughs> to you, it's for having porno tapes and loving to, and loving to jack off. Okay? So, so this is the first I hear of Richard Jewell. Is he's just a humble man who loves to jack off and saved all these people and got blamed because of it. And I yeah. am repeating this because I trust your information. I tell people all the time the Zanku chicken guy murdered somebody. I tell people all the time, you know, all these details. So I'm going around going like, hey, Richard Jewell, it's so sad what they, you know, did to that guy who loved to jack off and like he had all these <laughs> porno tapes. <laughs> it was like normal porno tapes. <laughs> then, then I finally watched the movie and the mm-hmm. whole movie – I'm waiting for when is this going to come up? The entire movie. It's all mm. I'm thinking about. I'm like, yeah. 10 minutes in, I'm like, that's probably a little early for, for, you know, for this to drop. <laughs> 40 minutes in, I'm like, it seems like this would be when it would come up. He's like, he's, you know, on the news now <laughs> and, and people are mad at him. And also my mm-hmm. wife, is, she's not really watching. She's like coming in and out. And I keep saying to her, this is such an amazing story about this guy who loved to jack off and, um, <laughs> and had all these normal porno tapes. I finished the whole movie. Uh-huh. No porno to be found. They don't bring it up once. I ignore all the stuff with Olivia Wilde's character. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just thinking, like, when are they going to, like, they're at his mom's house. There's, like, a closet in the background. I'm assuming they're going to open the door and, like, <laughs> tapes are going to fall out. So then I'm like, oh, well, maybe just Clint Eastwood didn't, you know, bring it up he's like a conservative guy whatever and then yeah. i look on wikipedia there is no reference of richard jewel's porno tapes anywhere i google richard jewel porno there's mm-hmm. no there's not even videos of like you know him fucking or anything yeah but there's also or a porn no parody starring mitch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's not out there there's no evidence of this so weiger where mm-hmm. did this come from Zach, I don't remember I got, I got, this. Nick, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna step in for you, uh, Please. Zach. Yes. In the age of Marvel, you gotta wait for that post credit scene, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did turn off my stream <laughs> as soon as the credits rolled. After Here's the credits, what I they reveal the porn. Uh, yeah, why is this made up? No, I remember this from the news. I remember this from the news at the time. Is that they they raided his mother's house? They like raided his mother's house where he lived. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Very much a very much a Mitch situation, uh, and they and they took out a bunch of like bat like boxes of his possessions because they were just like confiscating everything, searching it. And part of the thing that came out on like CNN is like like he has like a lot. He has an extensive collection of pornography. And, and is so that I remember just that being a you thing. You recognize the tapes? <laughs> yeah, I knew all of them. <laughs> Look, here's the thing: is that it's really yeah. weird. We're like in the top ten podcasts for history and. <laughs> We're like we're behind like hardcore history and stuff like that. We don't know how we got there. Wait, is that we're, true? We're on we're we're on we're on we're on no top ten podcast list. But we we do we look we what we do do is that we say facts a lot of times that like either from old age or just be the pure fact that we're imbeciles. We don't know right. actually what happened and why. Is now I am questioning questioning. Is this did you Mandela affect us? Is this not real? I'm looking for sourcing. I'm using my preferred search engine Microsoft Bing. Um I've tried various uh, uh, versions of Richard Jewell porno and I'm still having trouble fi- I like I can't find like an article. I was hoping there'd be like a CNN article from 1997 or something that it, that that had this reported but I can't find anything yet. So maybe I'm misremembering it. I remember it though. This is crazy because I am now questioning whether I knew this before you told me or if this is something you told me. No, I think we talked about this separately because I remember us like when we brought it up on the podcast as a thing we talked about how like um it sucks what happened to Richard Jewell. Maybe also you and I were just sort of thinking of ourselves and projecting onto him of like, God, if the police raided my apartment, they'd find so much fucking porno. It'd be so embarrassing. It's, it must have happened to him. Wally and Irma in seductive poses. <laughs> Just boxes of pictures of them. Uh, oh, so it's homemade. <laughs> <laughs> now I, now I truly, I truly am not. I truly don't know, Wags. I don't. I, I have no idea now if this is real. Let's see if anyone can find. If anyone can find sourcing, let us know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, and until then, I will publicly. This is my public apology to Zach and everyone else for spreading it, misinformation. Which none of us is there more, anything. Zach? Is there more to? Is there more Mostly to call to him out on? Uh, no, there's there's not more to call him out on, but there is one more topic that I did want to bring up. Wow. Uh, which, as a true fan of the show, I, I hope you'll enjoy, which is that... I, so I, I listen to the show a lot. I listen to it out loud. My my lovely wife. And I want to make clear that I'm, I'm not a wife guy. I know <laughs> wife guys are getting it in the news a lot lately. <laughs> and, and my wife explicitly told me that I was not allowed to become a wife guy. Um, Fair. So Probably smart. I'm going to say that. Um, but I listen to the show out loud a lot. I love the show. My wife, not so much. <laughs> it, it, she, she doesn't mind it. It's fine. I get you know, it. She, yeah. And she likes both of you, but she's not a huge fan of the show. So mm. there was smart. one week where the fact that your show. Smart. Yeah, no, she's very smart. Um <laughs> And 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 you'll you'll find out more about sort of how smart she is, which is your show being bad was a key diagnostic tool in a medical mystery that that, <laughs> that my wife and I were trying to figure out. So she was just like feeling kind of like out of it for like a few days, and we just assumed I don't know she it was a stressful time, et cetera, et cetera. Then one day I'm listening to your show out loud. And it was the first show, Nick, where you ate chicken again uh, after having been a no meat shall I eater. Oh, right. Yes. Wow. For a full year, which I myself am a, am a no, no meat shall I eat person. Uh, wow. I'm also a no cheese, if you please, 
as well. Wow. Mm. When I can, when I can, not all the time. Anyway, that's not the point of this. I'm listening to the show out out loud. Weiger, you eat your first bite of chicken and you're like, that is so good. And my wife from the other room just yells, shut the fuck up, Weiger. It's just fucking chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Now, normally she's never reacted that aggressively to the show. Normally she just sort of maybe leaves the room or or kind of is like, are you listening to this episode again? You know, these kind of things. Her reaction was so strong that we were like, okay, something maybe is like going on for real. And she had mentioned the day before, she was like, I feel like I like got the wrong medication or something. And we were both like, that's impossible. Like that, that's so, how, how that doesn't happen. You know, like it's down to a sign that, you know, you go in, you get your medicine and we checked the bottle. She had the right medication. Um, but after her response to your chicken eating, we went and checked the pills, and she had been given the wrong medicine in her oh bottle. Oh, my God. So she was in withdrawal from her <laughs> antidepressant and taking a random new medicine. That, and that we only figured wild. it out because you really loved, I don't know, KFC or I don't know which one it was. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was I think it was Thigh Stop. I think we got, we got, wing, we got thighs it from might Wing been. Stop. It might have been. It was Thigh Stop. Yeah. Zach, I thought that's, you were going to say. That's incredible. I, this is incredible. I thought you were going to. It was basically maybe the equivalent of like Doughboys is like a brown note of a podcast where like <laughs> it makes people sick. It's like a no. Japanese horror movie where like our like you know whatever the the audio from our show like makes people sick or causes hysteria. But we 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 solved a mystery. I love yes. that. Yes, That's a- the opposite. The rare podcast that improved someone's health. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I love that. Also, wow. I just want to quickly say I am a wife guy. I'm not married, but I'm a wife guy. <laughs> love wives. Mitch, you got to be careful right now. You know? You know Give me those handles. You. Also, you've said shut the fuck up, Weiger, a lot. Is your medication okay? <laughs> There's a possibility. <laughs> you got to check into that. This Weiger medication issue. <laughs> You like you 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 can get so confused because like it's like like Weiger is an easy guy to yell shut the fuck up to like, I, like yeah your wife's response in that scenario is normal like I get it exactly but. it's just not normal for her you need a baseline that's right. why you need a baseline it is funny people outside of the podcast people say wow. I'm a nice guy everyone has always said I'm a nice man and then since we started this podcast I am kind of an angry man I yell at you a lot Wag so maybe there is something to this whole theory hmm, could be. I don't know. I did, 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 did. Nah, I don't know. Also, you do. How do I say this? You suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now you are incredibly frustrating, man. Uh, I, 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 I'm happy that you're that you solved the mystery through. Yes, us. Every, it's fine. Yeah, Everything is fine. She's fine. But, but wild. The last thing I wanted to bring up is you. You saying Weiger sucks is a perfect segue because, as a fan <laughs> of the show. I, you know, I want to make sure I'm not too familiar with you. We've never met before. We've never interacted before. So I was wondering if there's anything that I feel like I want to say to one of you, but it might be a little too comfortable. Can I put it in the chat and have the other one say it for me? Of 100%. Yeah, that's a good idea. yeah we can do that. <laughs> this okay, is really cool. good. This is funny if it both, this causes both of us to cry. It's like so, <laughs> so cutting. Put it in the chat. Let's see. I'll, let's do this. And and should we should we do it or should we just keep talking and then like randomly we'll say it like is that is that a better way to do it or should we just right off the bat say it? That's up to you. 
Yeah, let, let's let's just uh, let's just say it. Let's just be out with it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think it'll work. <laughs> is this one for you or for me? This one is for me. Okay. Hey, Wags. You know, I was just wondering, is all that stuff about your hog real? Okay. <laughs> well, I guess when you phrase it like that, <laughs> it doesn't make as much sense as I hope because. <laughs> Because you would know. So I, I need to get a little more precise in, in how I in how I script it. But yeah, Look, that, was, that was very Zach, helpful. I'll tell you, just like the M&Ms when they say Santa, so when they see Santa for the first time, it it is real. It's real. It's real. All of it. All, all every every real thing. It's real. It is real. Okay. You're talking like Han Solo about the Force and Force Awakens. Yes, all of it is real. Okay. Now, like, great. it's useless in many ways. Uh, <laughs> Ashton answered. <laughs> it's like a 7 1 guy who isn't in the NBA. Yes. It's like, well, <laughs> I guess he could do the freak show or something. Okay, and I have one for a while. Yeah, I can see you biting off chicken. Biting off chickens' heads, revealing your hog at the end of the show. I feel like it could be something. <laughs> I have one for Wagner. Okay. <laughs> I read it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mitch, where were you on January 6th? <laughs> Wags. All I can tell you, first of all, Wags, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um... That day, you know, the thing I remember all of that day is that I was getting my steps in. That's what I remember. I was getting my steps in. Yeah, I thought you guys were getting your steps in together. <laughs> yeah, I we're hanging out. Oh, interesting. The, <laughs> I was on the East Coast. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> and was getting my steps in. I was working up a sweat. There yeah, was kind of like a incline. barbarian headdress you were wearing. <laughs> and uh, we were both by the my pillow guy, I remember. Okay. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I, I was, I was really getting my steps in. I was watching January sixth on the treadmill. I remember my mom wow. yelling downstairs, checking to see if, make sure that I was in the house and not at the <laughs> January sixth riots. Uh, Michael, are you storming <laughs> the Capitol? <laughs> Michael, are you the what's the shaman's name? Qanon. Oh yeah, the. Uh, Oh, you're the Q Qunanon shaman. I, I, because uh, that was still pinned. I think I was back east because it was. Was that still pandemic times? It was, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was yes. like 2021. Yeah. So I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, what definitely. Fucking, still ongoing. The last few years suck. Gnarly uh, stuff. But uh, I guess I'll answer this the, yeah, uh, uh, the the way Brittany Murphy would. I'll never tell. <laughs> okay so you were upset about the way coolio was treated but then <laughs> all right no rest issues rest in peace to britney murphy as well oh jesus all these these great talented people that we our yes. show accidentally shits shits all over we don't mean to do we don't mean to pull them down like that we're they're both great um yeah. them richard jewel would they're all great <laughs> It is so sad what happened to Richard. It's really sad. <laughs> Just wanted to jack off. Now I really do question if this is something you just made up. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was sourceable. I thought it was like I, there's got to be a way I can look this up and confirm this and I wasn't able to find it. At least the my listeners can searches. help. I'm sure. Yeah. 
hopefully the listeners can help. Uh, let's God. let's talk a little bit about food because I do want to make sure we have time for for Butcher's Daughter. But I am curious about you as a uh, I, I touched on baking earlier. Yes. And I wanted to hear about your mm. your uh, baking background. Yes. I, my baking background is not huge, but I, I, I did basically during the pandemic, I got super into cooking in general and, mm. and baking a little bit. Um, so yeah, I've, I've dabbled. I've, I've made my pies. I've made my breads. Um, I do some pizzas occasionally. I'm no Mr. Slice, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm able to put the dough in the oven. Um, so yeah, I have a little experience with baking, but nothing, nothing too exciting. Um, dough is the thing I learned about. I, I bet you, you're, I'm sure that you're a great baker and much better than me who can only really make pizzas. I did make a pie last year. I think I'm going to try to make a pie again this year for the holidays. Your pie um, was great and your pizzas were great. You're, you're a very skilled baker. I can work the with the dough. It. Weirdly, we're the dough boys. And then weirdly, I'm de- decent with dough. I've made oh. some good bagels. Dough, Zach, I don't know how you feel about this. This is like very dorky and, 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 and I feel like, uh, uh, not not very deep at all. But dough is such an I I love I love working with it just because you can make one batch the same way as the other, and then it just tastes completely different. And for me, it's usually fucking them up constantly. Uh-huh. Like right, like uh. But when you when you nail it, when I like nail my pizza dough, and it's so like it, it it's it, and I'm like oh this is like the most store quality or like you know cafe or or restaurant quality food I can make is if I nail the dough and get it right, which is, is not easy. It's yeah, not an right. easy thing to do. I, I used to, I used to also blame myself when I screwed up my dough, but something I learned in the process of the baking show, because occasionally I would, I would ask the judges like, Hey, so like what's going on with when I try to make bread, like why does it fucking suck? And they would try and, you know, help me. <laughs> um, what I learned from Paul Hollywood himself, the the bread guy extraordinaire wow. Wow. is that a lot of, the way a different loaf turns out has to do with temperature and like moisture and stuff that you can't exactly control. So like that means you might need to make it rise longer or shorter, but since I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I can't adjust to any of that. So, Mm. so I've given up on blaming myself and I now just blame, uh, other things. I will curse Weiger every time I like a bad dough, like it doesn't rise or whatever. <laughs> Wags, you gotta you gotta come and try my bagels, Wags. I gotta make you. I'd love some to of try bagels. your bagels. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta make some bagels for you. So bagels, I've had issues with. How, how have you mm. found the bagel making process, Zach? I will. I, I it is first of all, it is like a thing where I'm like, this is a. a you make the dough, which is already time consuming and messy and whatever. But then just even the, the you got to boil them on each side and then bake them. And it just is like a long ass process. Like it, And getting it, it, them to stick, like getting the circle to stick is the hardest mm-hmm. part for me. I make a lot of bagels oh, yeah. that fall apart while they're boiling. Mm-hmm. And then I, they're like, a, they end up being like a crescent moon kind of mm-hmm. shape. Yeah. Or like the hole fills in completely. I'm going to send you this great, I'm going to send you a great bagel recipe. I have a great bagel recipe. Amazing. There's also, there's also like this, uh, you know, what? I'm gonna go get it. I'll be right back. Okay, look, Mitch is gonna go get <laughs> okay. something. Why don't we use this opportunity to take a break since he's <laughs> leaving? Since he put his microphone down and walked away with little explanation, <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow, it's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much, man. 
I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Zach Cherry. This week's chain is The Butcher's Daughter. But before we get into that, Mitch, you went and got something during the break. What did you get? I walked off and got something. I guess it was rude when whatever. Um I was thrilled. I can I can check that off the Doughboys bingo of <laughs> Mitch walks away with little to no explanation. This time you at least said where you were going. This is this is where, I, where what I want to get barley malt syrup. Here it is. Ah, look at that. This is so. This is a jar of barley malt syrup, which you can get. I think I maybe just had to sadly order it on Amazon, um, but. This is, I guess this is like one of the keys to bagels is this barley malt syrup, but I've never mm. used it. But uh, it like gives the bagels that shine. Mm. It gives them a taste that that uh, that 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 eludes a lot of uh, bagel makers. But this barley malt syrup is, is, is a big key to it. I'm going to send you the recipe, and they talk about how you can use 
barley malt syrup in in the I think it's maybe instead of sugar is, is mm. you use the barley malt syrup, mm. but that's exciting. I've never used that, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to to try it out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited. Look, it is a thing that I, I, I look as men. Wags, is there anything that like really excites us? Where is this going? We- <laughs> <laughs> We do the podcast, yes, and we watch wrestling. I, I like. I'm like, what it's else? Do we, like, in movies. I guess we like to go see movies and and some TV, but like video games. Video I like, games. I like. I like to read. I like to go for a walk. I like to spend time with my wife, of course. Yeah, but you, all of that stuff you don't love that much. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Maybe my wife doesn't love it, but I like it. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying is that like yeah. I never in a million years thought that I would. You get it. We're curmud- curmudgeons. We there's yes. like a lot of stuff that doesn't make us. We're not as excited about when when I was young. I loved going to the comedy theater, but you know you, you get older, you don't like to do stuff as much. I, I've tried to be become less cynical lately. Mm-hmm. Like I've been working on being like just like I'm trying to be a little bit less cynical. And honestly, it's it's kind of improved my mm-hmm. overall. Uh, mental health picture. Can I be honest but with you? I, but I can't. Fe- I do feel that way a lot of times. You're yeah. striking out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're whiffing. Um, yes, I. I, uh, I don't want to be cynical either. I, I feel the same way you you do. But there's not a lot of things that like uh, you know that excite me. If people were like, let's go do this thing or that thing, I don't know. I'm never that excited. Baking weirdly did get like I really did have fun with it, and I never yeah. in a million years thought it would be something that I liked to do. And I uh, and I and- uh, my happiest day of the pandemic was the first time I made bagels. I was like wow. so thrilled, just that because it, it you know it felt like I realized for the first time that that's something you can just do. You know, like I didn't have to go to the store. I didn't have to whatever whatever. I just like made them myself. That was like my crowning achievement of the last three years. So I, I relate to that very much. Yes. It's, I, it's, I've it's, read about this. Yeah. That, that like a, like a, a, a hobby that feels productive, like something, especially something you can do with your hands. It like is, is great for, for mental well being. It's great for, you've, for wellness. You've read about this, but, but have no, um, no experience yourself with it. Yeah. No, I haven't done that, but I've read that it's great. Like if you want to draw or sew or bake or whatever, uh, it's, it's, a hobby it's you can you. do with your hands. I think you and Richard Jewell have a hobby or two you like to do with your hands. <laughs> There's no sourcing on that. Can't find sourcing. <laughs> oh, poor Richard. Uh, um, yeah. It's sad right, what dude. happened to Richard. He's passed yeah. away, right? Yes. Yeah, he passed away very young. Mm, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. God, we've talked about so many dead people. I don't know why that's happened. Uh uh, we we we've we, I got to get off the topic of death, Zach. Yes, and you know I'm what? Alive. I know a way of I, I know a way of doing it. You don't you, you don't eat meat. You're 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 a meat free person. I I didn't realize That's that. True. Yes, and I didn't realize that going to today's restaurant. And I got to say, I went with sus, <laughs> and I think there's no I think there's no other way to describe it. Then Sus was furious. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant is called The Butcher's Daughter. Yes. And there is, it, and he's like, and look, I'm not going to talk about the, 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 you know, what we thought of the restaurant until we get into it, but he was like, this name is bad. I don't like the name. I agree. 
it took me so long to order from it because I was confused. I mm-hmm. it, and it's also one of those places that like because it's all vegetarian, they don't feel the need to super distinguish between like the vegetarian version of something. So you might be reading the menu right. and it says like with bacon bits, and you're like, oh, okay, that must be bacon, but it but it never is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. there's 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 things that are there's it's either vegetarian or vegan. There's no there's there's they use some cheese, they use eggs. But uh, but there's a lot of vegan dishes. Um, Sus had agreed to go. Uh, we we and he was and he was he was he was pissed off. He was very pissed. Um, we went to the uh, West Hollywood location. Nick, you were going to join us, and then you w- ended up going to the Venice location. Uh, yeah, it was a, a bus time. issue. I, I would have mm. had to tra- like I looked at it. I would have had to transfer buses to go to the West Hollywood location. Even though it's one of those dumb those dumb transit things where. Even though they're both about the same distance from where I am, that one would have taken me an hour, whereas getting to the Venice location took me twenty minutes. So I was like, I'll just do a solo solo John over to the Venice location because I could bust direct. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed out on the outing though. Oh, we were fine. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was a it was Fuck a nice is that trip. Supposed to mean we had a great time without you. Okay. That's all. All right. It would have been better with you. I don't know. It's unknowable. <laughs> But we had a great time without you. Um, we also met the the owner of the restaurant. This wow. is true, Heather. Heather Tierney. We met Heather. We met Heather Tierney. We met Heather wow. Tierney. Heather Tierney founded uh, the Butcher's Daughter in the Nolita neighborhood of Manhattan in 2012. It is a plant based restaurant, as we talked about. It is uh, the alleged instigator of the avocado toast trend, uh, wow. ground zero of avocado really? toast. Apparently, I didn't know. And. That. Uh, Five locations in New York and LA now. There's there's three in NYC and two out here in LA. This started avocado toast. This Apparently, is, this, yeah. I mean, it couldn't have been the first place that ever had avocado toast, right? I think it was like Instagrammable, like like Gwyneth Paltrow okay. is taking a picture of her avocado toast at the butcher's daughter, and that's becoming like a trend. I think it's that sort of thing. All right, so I gotta fess up on why this all why we ended up meeting the owner of the restaurant. And I gotta be honest with you. Like I never say that I never say I'm doing this for a podcast. I think it's embarrassing. Yes. But I think that I'm gonna start doing it from here on out. We we went <laughs> we went to the butcher's daughter and they sat us down at a table and our our waitress, Julia, I believe her name was Julia. She was great. She was awesome. Um and she, you know, was helping us out and telling us about the menu and then we were trying to say like, Hey, we want to try like the best dishes, but we like, what do you think are the best dishes? And I was like, this is embarrassing. We're doing it for a podcast. And she was like, Oh, a podcast. And she got like kind of excited about it. And then like another server came up and she was like, I heard you guys are big time food reviewers. And we were like, Oh fuck, oh, man, this is not really, if you listen to the podcast, like we were telling them the name of the podcast. I'm like, these people are going to listen to the podcast and then they're going to hear like us talk about cum for like, yeah, within 30 seconds of turning on the podcast. Just like, it's going to be a disappointment. And then what they were, were the were first like, 14 minutes about whether or not Richard Jewell had a large pornography collection. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff about climbing into a bear's hog as well. So yes, <laughs> I, I, I would be shocked if they're still listening now, but <laughs> They're like, you know, the owner is behind you. So Heather was in a corner booth behind us and she came over and she talked to us at one point. And, uh, wow. She is the butcher's daughter. She told us. Wow. Wow. And, 
and uh, and Sustin Sustin, uh, you know, yell at her about how there was no meat there and how he thought. Well, there's another thing. There's Daughter's Deli. Why? Because that's the other confusing thing. There is a Daughter's Deli in in L.A. And there's butcher's shops. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> there, you know? And there's just butcher shops. Like what the Which hell? Which are places where that if you're gonna get meat, you're gonna go to a butcher shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, butcher's daughter. This has got to be similar. But no, completely uh, on the other end of the spectrum. I think butcher shops should have to change their names to make it yeah. less confusing. To to daughter's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Every butcher shop should just be called a daughter's daddy. Every butcher shop should be called a daughter's daddy from here on out. I think. Uh, I'm with you, Zach. Um, I I didn't realize it either that it was a vegetarian restaurant, I, and especially because I looked and I saw that they had eggs and everything, so I I, I didn't look at the menu that closely. Um, what I'll say is, it was a long journey to the point where I was like, we went to the West Hollywood location, and it was one of those things where I walked in and I was like, I don't feel comfortable in like a West Hollywood restaurant like this where like. Feels nice, like it's it's very. It was very nice. It's like a very nice it's, place. It's upscale, kind of like like a, the Venice location I was at was had kind of like crunchy vibes, but it was like rich person crunchy. It was like this yeah, is like yeah. this is like a hippie who also has you know a four hundred one k. And I'm a slob. Avocado toast. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, there you go. And I'm slobby. I'm a slobby guy, and I just I felt a little out of place. They were completely. I mean, the, the service was great. They were so nice and accepting. Before they knew we even had a podcast, um, but uh, but I thought that my meal didn't start out great. But we, we should we, should we get into things, Wags? Well, yeah, like I, I am curious before we do, Zach, because you know uh, we we you're obviously in New York uh, and we're yes. in L.A. and yes. we we'd we'd gone back and forth about restaurants, and this was a place that you pitched, and yes. you were. Uh, I, I'm curious as to why you wanted to cover this. Um, well, the way that came about is that I. I totally separate from thinking about the podcast, just ordered brunch from here. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and then when I was ordering brunch on the app I was using, um, they didn't have a lot of like details on the menu. So then I went to their website and realized that they had locations in LA. And then I was like, ah, mm-hmm. ah you know, that's right. That could be an option. Um, and this, this is a place that you, that you get, do you, do you, you frequent or like a, I've, How often I've do you had go it. Here? I had had it two times before I suggested. Okay. It. So not not. Wow. Sleep. Okay. I wonder what the vibe of the New York place is because I'll say this: not not knowing not knowing Zach well, um, walking into it and and my initial vibes from it. And if I didn't know you, Zach, and I, and uh, and and I know that uh, and I know what a great dude you are, I'd walk into that place and be like, "Who the fuck is this Zach Cherry guy? Who the <laughs> what the fuck is this place?" <laughs> And you know what? It's unfair of me even to the restaurant because of our experience there. It was a great experience, um, and it got better as we went. Uh, which, well, I'll which... say I have not been inside, um, mm. so so I don't know what the vibes are. Um, mm-hmm. One reason why I like it is I actually the the, the blend of like um, options they offer is is exactly kind of where I'm at in terms of. You know, I'm not like a f- vegan vegan, but I try to avoid, you know, dairy when I can. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have a little cheese, but I don't eat meat. So this is like, you know, the perfect uh, spot for me, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, there, I mean, 
So thanks for insulting it right off the top. <laughs> Which, in a way, is sort of insulting my lifestyle. So thank you. <laughs> That's what we do here. And I've had nothing but nice things to say about you. Why, Weiger asked you about January 6th. I didn't say shit about that. That's true. Came Zach, but I'm going to tell you, this place really... It really won me over. Um, and there's like stuff in there that's like, there is some stuff that's like, look, our podcast, people are happy with Taco Bell and Wendy's, with the people who listen to this. So this is. I, I love those as well. This yeah. is definitely, this is definitely kind of higher quality. There's like, there for instance, there's a, um, you can get a, a, a like five different juice samplings. Like you can get a, a. Uh, like a juice board. I what is have, that called? I have a juice here. You got the number four. Wow. I have a number four here live. Wow. Wow. Um, the number four, which is that? The, is that the greens? The green, yes. Mm. Which is, which? you know what? A tasty green. They also, and I wasn't expecting this, but the Venice location at least had a full bar. So it's mm -hmm. like it's got like it's you know it's got it's got juice it's got um uh, you know baristas but then they've also got bartenders and and a bunch of of craft cocktails they do there so you know what it reminds me of Mitch and Zach I'm not sure if you've had mm -hmm. this place but we semi recently reviewed True Food Kitchen which was a uh, another plant based restaurant another sort of like wellness do you remember mm. this place Mitch yes but I also think that that place is more like like it is like more mass production sort of you know what i'm saying like this, sure this. but i i i'm more interested in, in kind of the category of chains of like this sure. is kind of a yeah. new sector that we've seen come up mm -hmm. in the 2010s of like okay mm -hmm. this is a place where it's oriented towards uh you know uh you know, uh, fairly well-off people who care about like what they put into their bodies and this isn't just like a big indulgence this is like yeah. something that's fun to eat but also something that's ostensibly healthy for you and um and also it's it's pretty expensive like i don't think this is a place you would go to regularly unless you were uh you know if you were if you were like a a a uh, Beverly Hills, like stay at home mom, married to a rich guy. Maybe this is a place mm. you go to for lunch three times a week. But I think for most people, it's probably outside. Like this is a special occasion place. That's and by the way, like I said, I'm a wife guy. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there maybe is another incoming message. Um, uh, like I said, I'm a wife guy. I love wives. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were the kind of guy who has stairs in his house, Jesus Christ, and maybe you can eat there regularly. <laughs> Nick, hold on, Zach. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry to do this, Zach. Nick, how dare you fucking say that to me? How fucking dare you? Jeez, Nick. I'd be, just be happy that your friend is succeeding, but I don't know. About it. Just no, I'm bitter about it. You you could get stairs. Yeah. You should install stairs. stairs. Install stairs. some yeah, stairs. <laughs> Install stairs in your place. I don't really want stairs. I don't want a split level. Might be with a one Christ. level. Look, the stairs are good for me. It's keeping me alive longer. I have to go up them. <laughs> Listeners, don't be mad that I have stairs. Mitch. Yeah. Ugh. I can't believe that 40-year-old who's worked in this business for 20 years has stairs. God forbid I have fucking stairs. For God's sakes. You're, this is the thing, Mitch, is that, first off, I'm sorry for saying that. I'm sorry that came from me, that I said it's, that about your stairs. Oh, um, I'm, I'm livid. Apologizing, <laughs> but um, there is a reading of that where you're maybe maybe people who are like, 
everyone who's like, hey, Mitch has stairs. Mitch shouldn't have stairs. Mm. They might just be worried you have people under the stairs. Oh, that's a good and, point. And so they might like, point. you know, you might want to check for that because. Though I think in that lore, aren't they like kind of good? I forget how the movie ends. Isn't it like, aren't they people under the stairs like not that bad? Is it like a, a, a sort of twist ending where they were trying to be helpful or something? This is now the second movie that neither of you have seen that. That, <laughs> <laughs> that we reference repeatedly. I think I think I think that the chill, uh, I think the people under the stairs they get villainized because I guess like they go under the stairs and they find like a box of porno and so they all get <laughs> that's kind of what villainized. it is yes yeah. that's what it is it's sad what happened to them <laughs> <laughs> I actually did see uh, that movie and that and that is what happens in it <laughs> oh wow wow all right no good, good uh, confirmation yeah that that's this is how that movie ends. <laughs> Um, I, I think that this movie is, uh, it, it movie. I think that this restaurant is, there's some stuff that will make you roll your eyes, like a juice flight. That's what it was. A flight of juices, um, which I got by the way. And, and I, and I, I, I got all the different juices and you know, it is kind of fun to get all the different juices, but I got the, uh, the orange, the yellow, um, the passion, the pure passion and the water flower. Uh, I should have tried that red. I thought that Ooh, I. Oh, I tried the red. We'll we'll get into that. Mm. Um, yeah, passion waterflower, and then Sus got the orange, and the um, he got the green. Was the only differences besides the passion. I thought all the juices are pretty good. It's tough with a like the flight is such an in 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 restaurant thing to get, and I'm like, uh, what what am I doing here? You're drinking four different juices. It's nice to taste them all. But right. I immediately wanted a lemonade, and I did get a lemonade. Let me tell you, that lemonade was fantastic. I had a great lemonade. Um, Good beverages there. Yeah, it's it's. Look, the restaurant is like a type of place that people would if people the people who frequent it are people who have stairs. It's a stairs type crowd. It's a stairs restaurant. And like you were saying, it's a Beverly Hills type crowd. Where, where like when I worked at The Simpsons, I was like around Beverly Hills, uh, like housewives. Like that was. That was like what I dealt with all day. I was like me and like thirty Beverly Hills housewives or house husbands waiting for right. our orders at the restaurant. It was it was it was yeah. pretty hard. People in yoga yoga pants during a weekday, and mm-hmm. they're dropping seventy dollars on lunch and like it's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, I mean there's there's a there's a, there's I think that's a lot of their clientele. But that's yeah. it, that's, that isn't that is not necessarily a knock against the restaurant itself because no. I do I did like the food there and I did like the beverages. It it's a little hard to pin down because I I actually did not know they even had juice until I looked at their website mm. and it said it they describe it describes itself as a juice bar and cafe which I had already ordered from there multiple times. It has a pretty big menu, so like I didn't even get down to the juices. But but they consider that they I you know they say they're a juice bar so it is a little kind of hard to know exactly what it is going for. Yeah, the, the, for sure. There's this the center of of this restaurant was like there was like a juice bar and also a place where they make coffee. Um, so it it felt, but it was very much a sit down restaurant. Yeah. Um, and Julia, like I said, was great. She recommended some stuff when I told her that we were doing this for a podcast. And then, I, like I said, I think how many members of the staff? Besides Julia, two more members of the staff, and then the owner all came up to us during the meal. 
Uh, maybe actually, I think so you three, got the, three members the of the VIP staff. latrine treatment. We we, <laughs> we really did. I'm gonna get into what we. I'm gonna get into what we got. And yeah, let's get into it. And how things went. As so, I got the juice flight. Like I said, I just told you about that, and I got a lemonade. We Sus and I started off with the Mediterranean trip. Uh, I'm sorry, Mediterranean trio dip, which comes with a uh, labna, zatar. Uh, I can't say a lot of the stuff. Bubba ganoush with pickled vegetables and an ancient grain crostini um, and seasonal crudite. I um, I thought a lot of these dips were good, but I was also like, oh, this is good, but this isn't a home run. And a lot of the things were pickled, which like I loved the pickled vegetables. And then I had all this dip and you're like, oh, I guess I'm just kind of dipping the crostini in here. Um, it was good. It wasn't like a mind blower, but then we we ordered a main to split at the start, and we got the cauliflower strip steak, which is marinated grilled grilled cauliflower, garlic, um, chimichurri, uh, pink tahini, asparagus, and potatoes. The potatoes were great, but Sus and I didn't love the cauliflower steak. We were just we were so so on it. So this is like the start of our meal. And we're like, you know, we're not, we're not loving it. We're just, we're so, so on it. Let me, let me interject here real quick, just because I'll, yeah. I'll say that. And I'm curious, Zach's opinion is someone who's, who's uh, probably been vegetarian, uh, is still a vegetarian, and probably has been doing it for longer than I did. Uh, the what do you mean that one year? <laughs> yeah, the one year. Oh yeah, I no. Know. I wonder Maybe if he's started. been doing it longer than you for the one year you did it for the Doughboys gimmick. What <laughs> Maybe the this fuck is a New Year's resolution. About? I don't know. I'm just gonna. Anyway, what I was gonna say is the. Wait, you how did dare that you for, question him like that? You did that for the podcast? No, I did that for me. But it had oh, the side okay. effect of. He did, I think a, he kind of did it because he hated the podcast. Yeah, it made honestly. the podcast worse. <laughs> what I'll say is the cauliflower. Mike, first of all, steak. I'm just gonna say. Hold on. You question me about my stairs, then you question Zach about how long he's been a vegetarian. You're out of fucking control right now. I just want to know if Emma is actually editing the episodes. I'm just curious. Like, while we're... <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, what, what I'm going to say is this. The, the cauliflower uh, steak, I have not had a version of that I really liked. Like, I've had a few different, ta- like, like gone to places where, hey, this is your vegetarian main. This is a big piece of cauliflower that's been seasoned, and I feel like it never really works. Zach, have you had a version of that you liked? I, I do have opinions on this, but first, I just want to apologize to Susser. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going to be brought into this. I would have chosen, <laughs> I, I don't know, uh, somewhere that has meat, if I knew, <laughs> if I knew that you were going to be there. So, Susser, please don't be mad at me. Um, I hope to someday get get on the same episode as you. If you're available by the end of the episode, want to jump in here um, and share your thoughts. I don't know if this comes out live or what, but would love to hear. Oh, from this you. is this is streaming. This is streaming live. Okay, um, perfect, perfect. <laughs> but um, look, Susser would only have been happy if we went to like the sloppy Joe trough. So don't <laughs> okay. don't feel bad. Okay, next time, next time. But when it comes to cauliflower steak. I've I've never I don't get it if I'm at a restaurant. Be, I think for mm. that reason I I often feel kind of like eh you know it, it's okay. I've made I've made some versions of it that have felt more successful, but I think a lot of that is just because I spent like you know two hours prepping it and then right it, you know kind of tricks you. So I, I think you're onto something there in that that's like unless you really want that in particular, it, it's it's not going to 
you're you're often going to leave a little disappointed and it sh- they should stop calling it steak because i agree fully agree. it has nothing in common with steak no no not at all no um sus says the juice sh- should have been better um and the, the the name was a big thing you thought that he was getting meat um i i the thing with cauliflower is like when i really love it and i get a buffalo cauliflower it's like pieces of cauliflower that have been like fried or cooked that way and then tossed in buffalo sauce and i'm like oh sometimes yeah. there can be great texture to these with a big piece of cauliflower like you guys were just saying like it's a cauliflower steak it's this big piece and like it's not it's going to be kind of thicker and just not it's not what i'm looking for and i, I like yeah. no matter how much you put on it i'm, I'm going to know that it's just a big piece of cauliflower worth of the buffalo cauliflower like hey you're tricking me a little bit this tastes a little different and and and, and it, it, it like I know that I'm not eating chicken, but I'm like, I'm also not thinking that I'm eating cauliflower or whatever, but I think something else that happens with cauliflower steak is to get a big piece of it. They're not just using the heads of the florets. They're, they're leaving on that kind of stemmy part. And that usually is a little like tougher and like texturally not as good. So you kind of end up having to eat parts of the cauliflower that you probably aren't eating in a Buffalo cauliflower situation. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 I don't know if I I don't know if I need that stuff. I don't know if I need uh it it was in the, fla- the there were good flavors in there and the potatoes were fantastic. The potatoes and asparagus, but um you know, when we were done with this, we were kind of like eh, I don't know. Um luckily our server Julia, we when we were talking about stuff to get, she told us that the waffles were really great. She said you should have that come out mm. as dessert. Mm. So we had that come out as dessert. And we also got we had we had we had uh, these uh, the cocoa, the Dutch cocoa waffle, uh, and I'll get to that in a minute. And then um, sh- we got a couple sandwiches. I got uh, uh, an all day breakfast sandwich, which was the best egg sandwich. I was I was trying to I was thinking whether between whether I get that or the imposter, which is an impossible burger. And Sus was like, yeah, and I think this is right. And I and I felt the same way. Is like. An impossible burger is now almost like a thing you can get anywhere and how unique is getting an impossible burger. Like I know restaurants can make it differently, but it's like I should try something different. So I went with the the best egg sandwich and sus got the, uh, um, the portobello sandwich, the umami portobello sandwich. Um, and like I said, hadn't been blown away to this point. The sandwiches were fucking great. They were fantastic. That umami portobello sandwich, I bit into it, and I'm like, this is it. This is like a flagship thing. This is so good and unique. I've never had anything like this, which I'll tell you what's in there. It's grilled portobello, house-made cashew uh, mozzarella, fried lemons, marinated eggplant, pickled Fresno chili slaw, uh, nori mayo, sourdough bread. This is It's a vegan sandwich. It is is really 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 tasty it like i said i i've like i've never had anything like that i've never had the fried lemons in a sandwich like that the eggplants the mushrooms all of it together it was fantastic why because it was like one of those things where i was like i get it i get the restaurant now for sure i and and and, and it was it was it was it was a game changer and it it it, it it, my whole perception of the place changed I, i i had ordered this best egg sandwich which our server Julia she really liked. It's seasonal greens, egg omelet, provolone cheese, uh, 
uh, Calabrian, aioli, and sourdough. I wish there was a little bit more of that aioli now that I see that. Um, and uh, Alan McLeod is on TV, the molasses boy. Uh, Turn I the had, TV I, off. Why are your had, TV on? I had Raw on in the background the whole time. WWE. Why are Raw. you watching Raw? We're because we be like wrestling. We, we established that up top. We like wrestling. <laughs> You're watching Raw on mute the whole time we're doing the podcast? You, you did establish that up top. <laughs> to it's to Mitch's credit, you did establish it. Thank you, Zach. I'll turn on AEW Dynamite. You're right. All right, good. And I, I'm going to put on Richard Jewell over here. <laughs> Zach also just recently wrote, he's so rich he eats here. I guess referring to the to the restaurant. <laughs> Something that we missed in the chat. No, Weiger um, got it. He, he, he got the message across. <laughs> um, but, man, that the, so the mushroom sandwich blew me away. The egg sandwich was really, really solid sandwich. Like it was like this egg and cheese omelet that like you felt like would be made like in a little Parisian cafe. It was fantastic and uh, just a great, great sandwich. Like is I said, it the maybe best a more egg aioli. sandwich because the name is hubristic. It's there's a lot of hubris going on there. Wags, it's a really, really good egg sandwich. It's really wow. solid. I mean, are you are you the dough boys? You know. <laughs> mm. Fair. That's a good really, point. You, <laughs> we're not made of dough, Wags. But we're also not we're, men. So yeah, all right. We're yeah, in our yeah, 40s, but we're not men. So that part's right. I I I think that the name is I think we're more doughboys than it is the the best egg sandwich. Sure. It's really good. It's up there, Zach. It is it's I don't know if you've ever had it. I don't know I if you not. eat eggs. Uh, you said you don't eat cheese too often. It's it's really imp- it's impressive. But that portobello mushroom sandwich is is fantastic, and that that is wow. like to me should be touted as 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 I I wish there was more things like that of like hey this is what you should check out because there were some things that were you know a little so so and and other things that like really blew me away. Now I, I I'll just interject real quick that it's interesting that you say that one's the showstopper. Because there are differences between the menus in different locations, and the Venice location does not have the Portobello sandwich, wow. even though it's also in L.A. So it sounds like maybe a reason to make a trip out of the West Hollywood one. I have not seen it. I can't yeah. believe that. It's cra- yeah. that, that That's crazy to me. Um, big mistake. Should be on every menu. Uh, Zach, let's, let's talk about your order a little bit. So you, so you had the number four you were sipping on. I did. So now I, I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Um, Hell yeah. Part of that is because I ate here on my own, um, you know, right before knowing I was going to do the show. So I have that meal to to kind of talk about. And then I was like, oh, well, now I know I'm doing the show. I'm going to I'm going to order it again. So I had it for brunch. <laughs> so I had it for brunch the next day also. And then I was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff on the dinner menu that, that I think I want to try. So then uh, we had it for dinner the next day as well. Wow. Um, so I really did a deep dive. Uh, I wanted to come prepared uh, for my first and hopefully last appearance um, <laughs> on the Doughboys. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> well, so my first, the first time I ate there when I didn't know I was coming on the show. So this was all just like things that I truly wanted this i wasn't having an eye for like oh i better try this 
Zach, you, I just want to say you do know that like you're going to have to be on like a Skittles counting double at some point now, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's part of the deal. Yeah. Um, I welcome that. Uh, I thought <laughs> okay. the fry counting was some of your best work. So uh, <laughs> I'd love to bring, you know, bring you back to those roots. Um, but I got the pancakes and wow. the, uh, what was it? It was Edzuki bacon. Um, mm. and then I also had a croissant, uh, with my brunch order. Um, the, the, the Edzuki bacon when I first took a bite of it, I thought it was some of the best plant bacon I've I've ever had. And I've tried a few wow. different plant bacons. I've tried mushroom ones. I've tried, you know, tempeh bacon, whatever, whatever. And I was very impressed with the crispiness and the the flavor. It had a nice saltiness. Um, I I learned how to talk about food while I was on uh, the the baking show. You say things like flavor and saltiness. You say texture. Um, right. You know, <laughs> I've noticed acid is a big one. I mean, I, when you see people who know about food, they'll say like, "Oh, it's got a good acid to it." It's got a good. So I was like, "Okay, I'll say acid." I, sometimes. I haven't, I haven't developed that in my vocabulary yet. That one. I like that we haven't picked up any of these tricks after <laughs> seven years of this show. You got to say texture more. We got. I think yeah. we do got to say texture. Texture's more. a good one. We're working it in. You got to talk about the texture, mm-hmm. and the texture of that bacon was very good, but. <laughs> As it sogged up, it it became not as good. So it was a, a great mm. first bite, but then it kind of mellowed out. And I had a, a similar experience with the pancakes, which were rice flour pancakes, which I'd never had before. I didn't know what I was getting into. Uh, they were gluten-free. And I thought they were delicious. They were really good. They had some kind of white sauce on there. Mitch, if you can look on the in the chat for one second. They had some kind of white sauce on there. I don't know what it was. Um, They had maple (laughs) syrup. Wait a second. What? I think. I think. I think that. That's for you, Mitch. That's for you. Wager. Is the white stuff? Wait. Hold on a second. Just say it. I know where this is going. Wags. Yeah. Hold on. This is good for the <laughs> podcast. Mitch is typing something else in the chat. Hey, so, so can you describe the, those pancakes one last time? Yeah, so I had the pancakes. They were rice flour pancakes. They had some kind of white sauce on them, which was very tasty. Mm. They Looks had, like, Sounds like they might have been served by Chef Weiger. Wags, was that your... <laughs> oh, no. Wags, was that your cum? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yuck. You fucking gilly freak. Um, well, it tasted amazing. There was no back and forth there. Hey, there the you way. go. <laughs> yeah, it was clear. There was no back and forth. My joke was clear right away, and Mitch did not have to clarify <laughs> if I meant come. Well... Tell us, how did Wags taste? Was it how? How was I that? thought it was amazing. It was delicious. Mm. The pancakes were wow. great, uh, but they did. They I felt like they filled me up faster than normal pancakes. So I don't know if that's a rice, a rice flour pancake thing mm. or what. But I thought they were really good, and the croissant was also really good. Really good flavor. Really good texture. Uh, <laughs> Bootery, 
You want to say things are buttery. Mm. <laughs> That's another thing I picked up while I was over there. We're, we, we, got, we got hung up on Butchery. a thing called Weiger juice. We're not sure what Weiger juice really means. Um, well, but it, well, when I said Weiger juice, you asked, do you mean come? Which I did. <laughs> but I meant Weiger's come specifically. Yes. But I'm now wondering if you call all come Weiger juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to shoot Weiger juice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> Your Take cats are in the home. bed. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised that it wasn't like you can't read Weiger juice and just know what that is. I you know. Can't intuit I fucked what up. he means. It's pretty clear. You really made him made sub, make subtext into text. I think that was pretty obvious. I, I wanted his words to come across. So what he intended. I wanted to get that across. Why? Because it was important right. to me. Sure. And I appreciate it. And you did. You nailed it. Yes. And I do. Now I will refer to all comments, Wagger Juice. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I wish I, I'm looking at the menu now and I see these pancakes uh, on the menu and they do, they, I guess they're, they're, they're kind of maybe featured, uh, but, but uh, they look very good. Uh, they were, they were great. Yeah. One of the things on the homepage or whatever it's, um, but yeah, no, they look, they, they look fantastic. Um, which when I get to my, our dessert section, it's maybe a similar tale. Uh, we, wow. I think we had, we had some, uh, similar experiences. Why did you get anything sweet? I guess you haven't said anything. Oh, yet. I got, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I got. First off, I got a seasonal juice, which is their Elizabeth mm. street garden variety it includes peach, sour, cherry, celery, lemon, wow. ginger, lemon, verbena, and basil. Uh, this was a nice blend. I mean, it was really it, it was really fragrant. It had a lot of uh, it, the peach was very strong. The I got another thing that I also got the Vampire Slayer shot, which was ginger, lemon, garlic, and cayenne. That one was like astringent. It was like very potent. I mean, it was good to have it just as a shot, and I like the name a lot. But it was very gingery, and then and really kind of burned the tongue. I got that kind of as a chaser at the end of the meal and actually worked out well there. Uh, but I thought the seasonal juice was nice. It was very, very, very sippable. Um, as far as sweet treats go, I got myself a market muffin and I was like, do you have any muffin recommendations? He's like, just go look at the case. And I went and looked at the case and I picked myself out the vegan coconut strawberry, which wow. was their seasonal offering. And let me tell you, that one was working. I mean, it was, it, it was, uh, it, 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 it was, it, it was very, um, artificial strawberries or real straws. No, this was like real strawberries. This was an artificial wow. straws. This was real All strawberry. Right. This is a classy Sucks. place. It was, it had a lot of moisture to it. Um, it was, mm. it, you know, it was, it was dense and flavorful. I thought the coconut was very strong. I love coconut desserts. So I thought this one was, this one was working well. And, and to talk texture had a nice little crunch on top, a little, you know, you, wow. little, 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 little coconut, a little coconut crunch on top. Did either of you see on the menu or try the pina colada cake? I didn't no, see that I, one. I didn't even see that, but I wish so I had. It, maybe they don't have it out there, but you mentioned coconut desserts. I, I We had that, and it was that was like bite of the night candidate, the, the pina wow. colada cake. Wow, wow. It was so wow. good. It, it, it was really moist, like you were saying. It was their, their baked goods all around I was very, very impressed with. Yeah, I noticed that there was a there was a woman dining next to me, and she was she was by herself, and she had she was just ordering from the baked goods section. She was just getting herself pastries, and I was like, oh, that must be part of their clientele. Is people come in for a latte and a few baked goods because you know you can get like three baked goods for ten bucks or something like that. 
Um, and it's one of their more budget-friendly options on the menu. Uh, and the place also seems cool with just like letting people just sort of chill there and uh, with a laptop or whatever. Uh, I also, let me talk about my main real quick. And I had to do this. And the, I don't know if this is a Venice exclusive or not. I assume it might be. You know, I'm a lifelong SoCal surfer dude. They have a surfer's <laughs> burrito. I got the surfer's burrito, Mitch, which is a breakfast burrito with, wow. with eggs, avocado, pinto beans, hash browns, green salsa, and cheddar. Uh, it's not a vegan cheddar, although you can upgrade for a vegan cheddar. Here's the thing about breakfast burritos. I've had the upscale breakfast burrito at a lot of places, and a lot of times mm. I'm like, I can't believe I paid $16 for this when there's so mm. many good taquerias and taco trucks in the city where you can get like a better execution, a more authentic execution of this, uh, you know, with like some Al Pastor. Uh, carved straight off a of spit, and you can get that for half the price. The the kind of upscale version of the breakfast burrito, the elevated breakfast burrito. I've had so many versions of that that are kind of disappointing. This one though was was terrific. Uh, the beans had a lot of flavor. Uh, great avocado in there. The hash browns, Mitch. You mentioned your potatoes in your dish, and that was mm-hmm. that's one of those things where like it can be kind of polarizing because it can really dry out a breakfast burrito. But here, this was just perfect in terms of adding just a little bit of crunch to it, a little bit of crispiness. I thought this this mm. and the, it comes a little salsa verde on the side uh, that I doused it in. I thought it was a it was delicious. I was like, this is one of those few like uh, those few expensive burritos, expensive ass breakfast burritos that I don't mind paying for. So I I really like my main. Filled me up too. Sasa talked about how the price point is um, when I look at his uh, when I look at his notes. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the the name plus the cost, because the cost, you know, when you when you break it down, it, it is expensive for if you're two people getting lunch, you know, uh, one of right. our thi- one, one of our one of our meals was on the uh, one of our plates was on the house. Uh, wow. Which, again, I'm going to tell everyone when I go in. Next time I any restaurant review, I'm telling them we're from the much esteemed Doughboys podcast. Um, but um, sir, this is a rallies. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything to us. Making minimum wage. Suss's thing was price. He also said he also wrote this. Also, like you, it made me suspect Zach. Uh, made me suspect of Zach that he suggested it. We both we uh, Zach. We both were like, wow. Wow. He, he he wanted me to say this to you. Susser wanted me to say this to you. I don't know. I think oh, because I take back he, my apology to Evan Susser. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think Susser loves to start shit, but is also a coward. Um, so this is the perfect way for him to do it. Like I was saying, we already knew you were I already have heard rave things about you, but in when we went to the place, we were like this is this is like a fan. What is this fancy ass place? And then we were won over completely. Both of us were won over. Um, to be fair, I never expected you to agree to do it. <laughs> when, I, when I when I suggested it, I literally threw it out as a like, oh, this would be nice for me <laughs> um, because it's close to me. And but so no, th- this was a great spot. And and the alternative was like IHOP nine. So like <laughs> yes, I'm happy yes. to do something something new. But Zach, this is this is exactly what we're saying. We 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 both were we both were skeptical of the place when we went in. We were won over, and then Susser said this, and I agree with this place. It's like, hey, don't go there, go here instead. Like when if you're if this is the type of food you're looking for, if you want to get like vegan or vegetarian food, this is this is a great restaurant. It has it like yeah, one hundred percent. And if you're going with someone who who like isn't necessarily a vegan or or, or even a vegetarian. If you get like that egg sandwich, there's a lot of things you can get and be very happy. Um, so we were we were we were one over 
uh, I'm already, I was already won over by you as a man. Um, but I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was, I was won over by this restaurant, uh, big time. But Suss was saying that, you know, Heather's not really a, but- she's, she's not really a butcher's daughter. This, I'm now reading this. So I was wrong. She actually isn't a butcher's daughter, which is another get- a strike against the menu, but she's supposed to be the daughter in the, in the title, but she's not really a butcher's daughter. Um, and she also, she does all the design. She told us. Um, and Susser said, I thought that was an interesting thing to claim. Susser's just starting shit with everybody. It seems like Susser's in a bad mood. <laughs> He's cranky. He was yelling at me yesterday over he some shit. He feels like it's false advertising to name the restaurant the Butcher's Daughter. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. The restaurant should be named Heather. <laughs> does he Does he have similar issues with like Ronald McDonald or any of these other <laughs> kind of figures that are just like part of a restaurant's branding? <laughs> that mascot's not a real person. Yeah, he's 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 mad that Grimace became a part of Ronald's crew and not him. <laughs> um, and also, Heather did tell us that we fucked up on the pizza. She said that uh, that the pizza chef. Um, that the pizza chef from that location was like scooped up from the old country mm. and uh and plopped in the middle of West Hollywood. This is what Sus is saying to 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 make pizzas for agents. Um but uh the pizza supposedly was really, really good and we didn't get it. Um, oh, okay. So that's how you fucked up. You fucked up by not ordering the pizza. Yeah. And also she said that the the brunch and dinner menus were completely different. So we, we definitely are. missed some stuff. Which yeah. I have um, I have my dinner items. Please, as wow. well. Yes, let's hear them. And also, and also, maybe like two more brunch items. <laughs> because oh, and also relevant to this, my kitchen is like having work done on it right now. We're putting in a set of stairs, and um, <laughs> it, it's actually, it is true. It is true. We're, our, my kitchen is having work done right now, so I have not had access to a kitchen. So I was excited to just eat this place over and over. So I did go a little overboard, and I'm not going to even get into everything I got. Uh, I got to save that for Butcher's Daughter (laughs) 2. But another brunch item that I had that I thought was really, really good was they it was called, I think, the Loaded Banana Bread. And it was a a banana bread with an espresso cream topping and um, like a flambéed banana on the side. Wow. And when you take a piece of that banana damn good. and put it on top of that banana bread and eat it at the same time, it was delicious. That's like, wow. that was one of the best um, things that I tasted from here. Wow. Um, now on the dinner side, I love this. First of all, I had two juices. I had, I had the number four, which is the green. And I had the number, I think one, which is the red. They they come in this kind of fun packaging when you order them uh, to go. Did, how do they? How are they presented when you order them in? Uh, it's it actually got in like a glass bottle, like a glass milk bottle. And here it looks like you got to have like a milk uh, carton. Yeah, it comes in a little milk carton with with a label that matches the juice you got. It tells you what's in it. It's got butcher's daughter on the back. Um, the one the one downside is the lids were not um, sealed. <laughs> Like it's oh, in no. the kind of lid that has the mm. little, you know, like it should click when you open it. Yes. But they were already open. So, uh, Mitch, if you can look at the chat real quick. Okay. There's <laughs> another thing for Mitch to read directed at me. So they, they don't secure the, they don't secure hey, you know, the lid. 
Come to think of it, I wonder if there was any Weiger juice in that bad boy. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I hope not. It doesn't say it on the label. But that's a good question, Midge. Thank you. Thank you. So Wives? I thought the, the red Look, juice. All I have to say to that is, sorry. Oh <laughs> Did you did you put some juice in my juice, Weiger? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I like the red juice a lot better than the green juice. The red juice was, and actually something you said, Mitch, like it was something that I've not had anywhere else before. It was mostly beets, but also pear and ginger. And it mm. was like perfectly balanced where it was like not too sweet, um, but also not too like vegetable-y from the beets. It was like this perfect balance of of flavors i was very impressed with the juice i also tried the hot elixir um because i have never had an elixir before it it kind of sounded like the shot that you took weiger it was like a little spicy it was mm -hmm. it you know it, it honestly seemed like a kind of plussed up hot toddy kind of situation it was you know water and some spices and maybe a little lemon juice but it, it was tasty and i do feel elixed by it uh, I feel protected. I will not be getting any further COVID boosters. <laughs> I'm all good on that front. Um, and then I also had the butcher's burger, which I thought was really, really good. I thought their sandwiches like sound like they're very good. It was a black bean burger. It did have dairy on it, it had dairy cheese, um, but it was really delicious. It had like a little spice. Uh, I don't know what else is on it. But that was really good. And the other entree, I, I split these with my wife, so I, you know, I tasted a little bit of everything. The other entree we had that we really liked was, and I don't even know if you guys had this available, was the, um, what was it called? The pasta or a shetty, which was vegan. And it had a vegan pesto, a vegan cashew cheese, and mm. um, I don't know, some, some kind of like a little crunch or something on there. Mm-hmm. We've probably spent on this podcast like um, all, combined total like fifty minutes trying to figure out how to say or or Ketty <laughs> or Chetty. Oh, I think it's I don't know how did I pronounce or a Ketty? Probably closer to right than I'll ever get. Yeah, I I I, I, I or a Ketty or or a Ketty or, or I think Ketty. it's I think it's a cat, but I think the ch is a cuh, but it might or be a, a, a or a Chetty or a, or Ketty. Or see if we can look it up. Or a Ketty. Or a Ketty. I think if you just say it with an Italian accent, it's it's more right. Or Ketty. Oric Jetty? Oric Jetty? That can't be right. That can't be right. Jetty? Weiger, is that from the same source that told you about Richard Jewell's porno? Or a Jetty? Oric Jetty sounds like a, a, a Wikipedia entry. It's like a, a bounty hunter in ex extended universe. Um, the, you, uh, Oric, you wish. Oric, that's, a rings of, that's a rings of power name if I've ever heard Oric it. Jetty. Oric Jetty. Oric Jetty. I think it's like, I think, I think it is, so I think it is a CH, but it's like the, the Italian, which is more of a, a kcha, kcha, kcha. I love when you read, when you read like. Oric Jetty. When you read about Oric Jetty's like entry into the Wikipedia, it's like. Him and Sebulba fought alongside in like the Phantom Wars. You're like, what the fuck? Uh huh. Sebulba was a veteran? <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> he sucked off Zorba the Hut. Like, <laughs> that, that was how he served. <laughs> In a young adult book? All right. <laughs> My favorite one of those is uh there's a guy, there's a there's a horse X-Wing pilot named like Horhas Equith. And he's <laughs> like he's like a horse who, yeah, he's like a horse who who flies an X-Wing. And he like was married to Princess Leia for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like technically still the king of some planet. <laughs> you know what he could be standing next to Wiger at the latrine and Wiger wouldn't bat an eye <laughs> alright <laughs> uh, it's um what the fuck is his name this is gonna drive me nuts are you binging the horse character from Star Wars yeah, right I'm binging. now and sorry yeah, what did you what a... do you think it is whore's head it's like whorehass equith or something like Whorehass. That. It's something or, like that. It's got. It's got like. It has. It sounds kind of horse adjacent. Is this another made up thing? You're just thinking of BoJack. <laughs> no, Horseman? this one's real. Okay. It seems like maybe you're just thinking about BoJack Horseman. Okay. okay yeah. Here I we have, go. I have a Wikipedia Wikipedia here, and it says Hor. Okay, his name is Horhas, and it says back in the nineties. Uh, he was on a famous TV show. <laughs> that okay, that was who that's... I was thinking of. Yeah, okay. That's wow. on me. <laughs> that's what the Wikipedia says. Back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> Uh, we um, got we went on a tangent there. You were talking about the uh, the Oric Jetty. Oh, yeah. Yes, the uh, Oric Jetty was good, and I've had a lot of vegan pastas in my days from restaurants, and mm. this was definitely on the better end. It was. Mm. I, I feel how, like how's that texture? Texture was really good. I was Hell gonna bring yeah. that up. The noodles, the stuff. really good noodles, and I think most important for me when I'm getting a vegan pasta at a restaurant is. I want to know it's like house-made vegan cheese because mm. a lot of the um, like brand cheese substitute brands I find really gross and nasty. Um, right. So I loved I loved the uh, cashew ricotta that that was on that pasta. I thought it was it was really good. Um, and then that's it on the entree side, and I'll save the desserts. Well, let, let's talk about desserts a little bit. I kind of already touched on mine, which is that vegan coconut strawberry muffin. But I will say I also had a latte. I had their mm. seasonal latte, which was a cardamom rose latte. Uh, and um, this is a, this is one of their special things where they have a couple menu items where they where like part of it gets donated to a cause. Mm. So two dollars for every cardamom rose latte gets donated to Planned Parenthood. Uh, and I, I told my server, I was like, my, look, my podcast partner is not going to like that. Can we, <laughs> can we just put it in a different, different, different cause? She Why, was like, you no. Know yeah. There was, there was, uh, there, the, the, the red juice, $2 went to Ukraine. So that's why and, you didn't get it. And, <laughs> <laughs> I made that joke. I made that joke to like our server, Julia, but they were literally out. They didn't have it anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> But hopefully we gave the two dollars to Ukraine. I think I think we did. Uh, yeah, we did. I'm sure we did. Huh? How they didn't have the <laughs> item? Yeah, what happened? Oh, uh, we 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 just did. We did. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, we great. gave it to you. 
so the the I'll say that this had a like the like the sort of floor the, the rose. I've had various versions of like a rose, like boba, a rose latte, and it's usually like the rose is like a little too much for me. Um, mm. uh, but this one, this one kind of worked. This one was just like, it was like a little bit of a subtle sort of character to it. The thing that was weird about it, and it was a really well-made latte. It was frothed up with, uh, with oat milk. The issue is Wags. they put as a garnish, they had floating <laughs> rose petals in it. Hold on, Mitch. Look at the chat real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Notice there hasn't. I noticed there haven't been chats for me to say <laughs> toward Mitch. Just an interesting observation. Well, I'm wondering, it was frothed up. Could it have been with Weiger juice? <laughs> I'm take this latte to the men's room for a minute. <laughs> Hold it above the latrine. <laughs> I just looked at our. I just looked at our receipts, Wags. You're gonna hate this. Uh-huh. We didn't donate to Ukraine. We actually donated to the Putin. Oh fuck! The Putin to pay fund. Oh boy! Oh no! Now he's gonna get a toupee, and he's he's famously bald, which is bad. Yeah, that makes him bad. He's gonna be more likable. He's gonna he's gonna be a nice toupee. He's gonna be more likable. Shit! The the Putin to pay fund. Oh my goodness. What a travesty! Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, it was a good latte. The thing is, they had they had they had rose petals floating in it, and I was like, okay, maybe you're supposed to drink these. But I got a rose petal in my mouth; it was really unpleasant. I was like, oh. I don't. So I, I fished them out with a fork. I was like, this is just a weird presentation. I'm not sure why they did this. I don't. Maybe these are edible, but they but the texture is is strange. Like they don't feel like things you should you could swallow. Chewing them is not pleasant. So I don't know. That was an odd flourish. Um, Mitch, let's talk your desserts, and then I want to hear Zach's desserts. Wags, tell me that was a good interruption. It was a, it was a good interruption, right? Oh, yeah, it was great. No, I liked it. This is like the end of Saving Private Ryan when old man Damon is asking her to say he's a good man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a f- at the end of this podcast. I was a funny man, right, Wags? Yeah, yeah, you're real funny. <laughs> We're at you song's grave. my last dessert is the uh the dutch cocoa waffle um which is earl gray italian meringue fresh raspberries graham cracker brittle this doesn't seem like what we got like that ingredient list Mm. seems different but we got some chocolate waffles that's all that matters also our server made a joke of like with our sandwiches he 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 got our sandwich and he was like See, you guys didn't like it. He did that classic waiter joke. Wise. Love that joke. I like those. That he, one's and good. also, he also mentioned the podcast. So I think there was literally five servers <laughs> who mentioned the podcast because we mentioned it. And then also the owner. Uh, all great. The staff was great. Yeah, my server was terrific. Those waffles were so good. They had like a marshmallowy cream that you put on top. Like a mar- like instead of whipped cream, it was like almost a marshmallow cream. I guess it was just marshmallow. I'm an idiot. But anyways, chocolate waffles, syrup. It was very sweet. I think as an entree, it would have been tough. But as a dessert, as a breakfast dessert, which is a category I love, a breakfast yeah. dessert, mm-hmm. I, 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 I loved it. I, very wow. close to my bite of the night. But my bite of the night, Zach, gets beat with that that sandwich that Sus had. It was just so unique. The portobello. The portobello sandwich. Mm. So unique. So, so fantastic. Uh, great texture. Uh, I really loved it. Um, but a great way to end the meal. Just ended on a high note with these 
chocolate pancakes. And Wags, we also got uh, Sus got a coffee, and I got myself a vanilla latte, and uh, we left there happy. Um, it was it was wow. it was a lot of fun. Uh, Zach, you got some uh, you got some sweet treats. I did, uh, and I also forgot one other thing I wanted to say, which is. Uh, I also we also tried because it was popular. I don't know if this is available at all the locations. We tried the mushroom and squash <laughs> carbonara, and mm. I wanted to mention that because I think it it is um, uh, what is the word um, emblematic of some things about the restaurant, which is this was like uh, zucchini noodles. I think like it was like vegetable noodles with a carbonara and. I didn't think it was that good, which kind of reminds me of the of the cauliflower steak. Um, mm, sure. Like, I feel like for me, that's the kind of stuff that I don't want to get at a restaurant. If I'm going to like shave mm. a zucchini into a, a pile of noodles, I'd rather do it at home, you know? So yeah. I would say if you're going here, avoid the stuff that's like too crunchy. Uh, like yeah, too, I got gotcha. you. Too kind of just pure vegetable For mm. dessert, I had the... Um, hibiscus cheesecake which Ooh. was really good i i had low expectations going in because i've only ever ever encountered hibiscus in a tea form you know like in a herbal tea situation didn't know what this was going to taste like but it had these candied um things on top i don't know exactly what they were uh, some kind of vegetable or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was hibiscus. I, I don't even know what hibiscus is. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's a well, flower, I think. You're asking the wrong guys. The hosts of this food <laughs> podcast also have no fucking idea. No, I'm pretty sure it's a flower. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't that then. Um, but they had some type of candied something on top. But it was it was really tasty. It was like a little bitter, but still a good dessert. I don't know. It, it was not what I was expecting, but it, I thought it was very, very good. And then we also wow. tried the vegan brownie, which was okay. It was okay. Um, before we get to our final thoughts, I do, uh, I did have something to ask Mitch. Uh, <laughs> did you mm. donate some of the Doughboys money to the Matt Gates defense fund? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just to be clear, <laughs> I typed that when we were talking about <laughs> how a portion of the, of the proceeds of the juice go somewhere. I didn't see it right away. That's on me. Well, I didn't call it to your attention. Wags. So. I actually I fucked up and all the all the proceeds from the Doathon went to that same fund. The Oh my God. Oh, no. Supposed to go to restaurant workers. I know. They went to the Putin toupee fund. <laughs> He's gonna have such a nice toupee. They have to spend all of that money on one toupee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interestingly enough, we never heard back from that charity. <laughs> Uh-oh. They sent us a thank you email. Did they? Yeah, they did. And then also a picture of them uh, on a beach with their feet up. Not picked up by any news sources, news outlets. Uh, uh, but, you know. It's fine, Wags. We're not. We're not. Je- we're fine. not upset. It's we. We didn't do it for those reasons. Hmm. But when we had a certain actor on, that really got traction. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
My latte, my vanilla latte was really good. Um, I also looked up what Sus gave you shit about why he was cranky, and it was good. Yeah. It was because he you he said that you brought the video game crunch to Doughboys. Uh, that was unfair. Is, this is really completely good. Unfair. I, 100% completely unfair. I hundred percent agree with him. You How may, do you, you agree wa- with him? We you we, wanted we, me to we watch, agreed. You wanted me to watch Planes, Strains, and Automobiles. Look, it doesn't matter. Which Look, is a good get... upcoming episode that we already had in the calendar. That's the Why? difference. The difference you... is that you didn't know it, you didn't do it in a time because we weren't paying attention. We were supposed to record the episode. That, that's not, so we had like, no guest. We didn't have a guest, which I got. But we us had a guest. that plan in our calendar. I know you did. It worked out. It's fine. This is ridiculous. You're acting so out of line. We have to get to the review. <laughs> This is so unprofessional, Wags. I just want to say I'm thrilled. This is another Doughboys bingo. Uh, An an argument involving Evan Susser. Um, And logistics, check. I can can knock that one off. So thrilled to be here for this. I if, you, if you if you really never want to come back, you have seen you've seen everything this podcast is. You've seen it in in all its horribleness. Um, but we would love to have you back. I just need to spill my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, onto yeah, no the spills, yeah. onto the computer. Yeah, no spills. Um Wags, let's let's give our final thoughts on this place. Let's do it. We'll go to our final thoughts. So Zach, you've uh you've listened to the podcast. You know how this works. We'll each go around. We'll give our closing argument, if you will, and end that by giving it a score from zero to five forks. You are our guest. We will begin with you. Yes. Um so my final thoughts are I think this is a very good restaurant for what it's trying to do. It's um you know, vegetarian, or I don't know how they would even consider, maybe they would say like vegetable forward or plant-based, whatever. But I think it's a great option if you're looking to eat some vegetables. Sorry, Susser. Um, And I also, (laughs) as someone who tries to, you know, kind of, I kind of live between the vegan vegetarian world. I love a place like this because sometimes you do want like a little cheese on your burger, you know, but sometimes you want to get uh, just a piece of cauliflower or I don't know. Um, I, I will say I thought I knew what, what I was going to score it coming in, but Mm -hmm. having talked about it, I kind of want to have it for dinner again tonight. Um, (laughs) Are you giving us a TBD? No, no, no. I'm not giving you a TBD. I'm just saying that that bumps it up at least a half a four. The fact that I'm even considering uh, going back. But I do think there were some misses on the menu. You know, there were a couple things mm-hmm. that that weren't that good. I'm going to give it 4.25 forks. Wow. wow. Four forks, one tine. Very good score from Zach Cherry. Uh, Spoonman. Um, look, I didn't know a lot about this restaurant going in. Unfairly judged it. Uh, and then unfairly judged our wonderful guest. What a great guest. Mm. Lucky to have him. And you know what? Just like our guest, this place turns out to be pretty great, Wags. I get that Sus is mad that there is no beef in the building. No beef in the building. (laughs) Uh, That's a no pork on the premises. No no beef in the building. No chicken in this kitchen. It's a there's a a, a, like a a murder mystery slash comedy starring me and Sus. No beef in the building is coming out soon. but we 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 were we, I was a little bummed out too. But this restaurant really changed my mind, Wags. I the, first of all, the staff was great. The Doughboys can't be bought. We've talked about this before. It's um, true. And so it seems, it seems like you were almost about to budge on that. 
<laughs> I, I mean, look, they were they were very they were they were very. Uh, <laughs> I just saw the latest thing in the chat. Um, I I I yeah, but, but just before we go any further, uh, judging Zach based on the restaurant was really fucked up. He seems really nice. And I mean, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. We were wrong. Me and Sus were wrong. That's very we nice were... of you to say, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Comes Zach, I, like I said, this this is this is for me. This is getting into the it, it's getting into the Golden Play Club. It is getting four forks. Wow. Um, I think that it's unique. It is pricey. I'm gonna say that it's pricey. Not everything is a hit on the menu. Um, but once I took a bite of that sandwich that that Sus ordered, that Portobello sandwich, I was jealous. I didn't get it myself. It really just it it flipped the script on everything. I I it really changed the way I I thought it flipped the script. It really changed the way I thought about this place. And after that, it was just kind of banger after banger after that. Wags, uh, we the uh you know the lemonade was great. My, our our coffees afterwards were great. The uh the the dessert waffle and both of our sandwiches. It's getting four forks. A well deserved wow. four forks. Wow. The pricing, the environment is like not necessarily my place, but I don't know if like you're like a pig man like me, you know, like anyone listening, and you, you know, you, you don't like to sit down in a place that's like even decently uh, <laughs> fancy, you know that that, and that's an issue I have. But um, it 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 earned four forks, and also this the staff was great. I love the staff. Julie, our server, was great, and the owner was really nice. I really liked talking to Heather. Uh, but look. That's not why it's getting four forks. It earned four forks. Uh, Wags, will it make the Golden Play Club is the big question. Here I am sitting on my perch, on my pedestal, mm-hmm. as the person batting cleanup, uh, uh, always for the, for the, or almost uh, golden always. Golden pedestal. Uh-huh. When it comes to the, the golden pedestal, if you will, when mm-hmm. it comes to our review scores, to our final thoughts. I thought I was going to be the one determining whether or not this gets into the Platinum Plate Club. Wow. I thought there was a chance this place would get five forks from each of you. Because wow. let me tell you, I think what this place does, it does really well. I think as, a, as to Zach's point, as a plant-based eatery that gives sort of an upscale fare that's also something of an indulgence, but you can also, you know, you can you can choose how, how, how plant-faced you want to go, and you can choose how healthful you want to go. You plant can certainly face. have something. Is that a Batman villain? Yeah, plant face. He's a uh, he's uh, he's also in the Star Wars extended universe. Yeah, I have his I have his Wikipedia up here. And it says it does say back in the nineties that he was also on, on a TV show. Oh, so. it's a similar thing. Yeah, back in the nineties. Uh, I wonder who they're going to get. I wonder what actor they're going to get to play Plant Face. I'm I'm Ooh. I'm really looking forward to it. Um. Maybe one of the Safety brothers. Probably Chris Chris Pratt. The way things are going, yeah. it'll probably be Nick, Pratt. You don't know, it's talk be about Pratt. my friend that way. Hey, we got a we got a role we got to fill. How about Pratt? He's available. Pratt. You know what's funny is we did talk about we talked about Mar- the Mario movie. Uh, we did on the way on the way there, and whether uh, it should have been an Italian speaker like Roberto Benini. <laughs> 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 That'd been very funny casting. Roberto Benigni also maybe would make a great plant face. Um, I think that he would be good. Oh, that'd be role. great. 
Uh, anyways, Wags, you 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 thought I agree. What you what they're good at, they're very they they are very good at. Maybe I have to bump up my score. I don't know. I don't think anyone has. I don't think anyone has to bump. I'm in. Up, bump I'm up in my head. Scores. I don't want to be bought because everyone's going to think that I I'm doing it because of the people that I met there and the owner and everything. So I don't Sorry. know. Yeah, I might have to bump up my score too. So before you say yours, Weiger, something you said reminded me of something that I think is great about this place, which is you can decide how sort of like healthy you want it to be or how much of an indulgence. Whereas in terms of like vegan restaurants, there's a lot of them popping up that are like vegan fast food where all you can get there is like burgers and fries and milkshakes. Right. And that's great. And I love having those options, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you want to be able to do a little bit of that, but also get a nice salad or have, you know, whatever. So this place manages to live in both worlds of like, you can get your kind of trashy fast food type stuff. And then you can also have your more, I don't know, Mm. um, vegetable or whatever, more healthy stuff. So I, I'm gonna have to bump up my score to five forks. Wow. wow, Zach's going five forks. I'm bumping up my score two wags. Yeah, to five forks. Wow, five forks from the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. So now you're the one who does have to decide whether it gets the now. Platinum I, now, now I am you're on, on the platinum, platinum pedestal. Mm-hmm. I'm on this. Yeah, I'm on the platinum stool, uh, which is another name for the VIP latrine. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> one, th- one other thing I'll say in this place's credit is that a lot of times these places have like a really, ob- like obnoxious menu names. And this place does not have that. Like it, it, it doesn't have like, well, the, what about the best egg sandwich ever? You said you didn't like that. Yeah, But okay. Yes. But it's not, it's not like trying to be too cute. Like a sure. lot of these places are trying to be like, like there, there's a, there's a place that has like cafe gratitude, you know, cafe gratitude. And like the name of the salad is like the, we love we love ourselves salad. Mm. It's like, there's like an, I am terrific smoothie. You can get, it's just, it's all, they're all like these words of affirmation, the menu items. And it's just, it's just a little bit exhausting. Um, that said, I think this place does what it does really well. If you you get the, if, 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 if you, if you get the, we love ourselves salad, some of the proceeds go to the Putin toupee fund. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. No, but it helps the self esteem. Uh, so does this place belong in the hallowed halls of the look, platinum plate club? You can look, look, you can be the you can be the evilest piece of shit on earth, but you should feel good about yourself. You should still feel good about yourself. You should feel good about it's yourself. Important. It's important. One hundred percent. Mental health is no joke. Uh, mm-hmm. so all that said, mm-hmm. the one downside to this place is the price. It is a little expensive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think for that reason, I'm going to give it Four and a half forks. Welcome to the Golden wow. Plate Club. Wow. <laughs> the Butcher's Daughter. You know what? I'm changing wow. my score. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back. Four okay, and great. a half forks. I'm going I'm to go okay. back to 4.25. All right, 4.25. <laughs> All right, great. We're ballpark buds. Uh, wow. And we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. 
That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Zach Cherry, and it's time for a segment. Mitch and Zach have to cook a meal, but the only ingredients at their disposal are animated sentient foods, i.e. veggie tails. It's oh, their no. debut of Let's Make a Meal. Uh, this was wow. uh, our, our associate producer, Amelia Marino's uh, pitch. Wow. And she sent Amelia, this in what twice. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, Zach and Mitchie make a, you know, like a, like a Zach and Miri make a porno pun. Oh, that's good. Yeah. This can be Let's Make a Meal, Zach and Mitchie make a meal edition. Let's do, let's just make a porno. Make a porno, yeah. okay. Zach, <laughs> Zach and Mitchie make a porno. Yeah, something real just... sick that fucking uh, Richard Jewell would love. <laughs> oh, I'm going to crank off to this, then do that bombing. Oh, my God. He's guilty. He's, he's guilty. Wow, he there was guilty all along. He was guilty oh. all along. Uh, by the way, I'm supposed to go to Nick Mason of Pink Floyd concert tonight with Bugmane. Bugman was like, you want to go to Nick Mason? I was like, sure. Texted him. I was like, tonight's the night, right? No response. I don't know if I'll ever hear from him. <laughs> Maybe not going to this concert, but uh, that's okay. 
I think there's a chance he just opens your door and walks in during this record. That is also hey, a possibility. Man, I'm ready like, to go to Nick Mason. <laughs> <laughs> so I am like, oh, I should be ready just in case, too. But, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'd rather sit there here and not do anything at all. Uh, let's make this meal, Wags. Yeah. Amelia wrote, uh, this segment is so stupid, but I'll repitch it anyway. So she knows what she said. Uh, so let's make a meal. <laughs> Mitch, Zach and Mitchie make a porno edition. Uh, so basically how this works is that you'll each draft style. You'll take turns selecting characters to create the more appetizing dish. And then I am the person who is going to choose the winning dish. Mm, okay. And wow. I have, I have some options here. If you want help with some options or if you just want to brainstorm on your own, either way, uh, uh, Zach, uh, we'll let you decide if you want to go first or second. Uh, and then we'll go, uh, we'll just take turns drafting. Is there a total number of picks we're going to, you know, like our meal is five things or something? I think that's probably a good number. Four or five, five things. Let's say five things. Yeah. Let's say, let's say four, let's say four items plus uh, some sort of uh, dessert or drink. Okay. I'll go, I'll go uh, second. Okay, great. Fuck. Mitch, you're first. Because if I went first, as a listener of the show, I know sometimes uh, in these situations, Mitch will just change the rules and kind of take, um, <laughs> take take what he wants anyway. So Very I'll true. just go second to kind of avoid any, you know, any of that. Well, did you mess up by going second? Because what I choose first is steak. <laughs> okay. No. Steak? No. <laughs> no. Wait. This might Did be you? the same issue that Evan Susser had going into wait, this what? restaurant. Oh, wait, it's only veggies? No, it's <laughs> sentient animated foods. It's like the veggie tails. Like, cool, like the Kool-Aid man, like the M&Ms. You can't just pick steak. Amelia, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I thought it was specifically only the veggie tails. And I All was right. thinking to myself, my my religious years finally paid off. <laughs> no, I think I think any any food that's been portrayed as living is up for okay, grabs. Okay, that's more fun. Yeah. All right. Number one, Pizza the Hut. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. So delicious, he ate himself to death. Mm-hmm. Pizza the Hut. Wow. All right, Zach, your pick. Huh. Um. A sentient food. And I'm going second, so I should be ready with at least one idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know what? Let's start where I thought we were going to start in the world of the Veggie Tales. I'm going to choose one of the main Veggie Tales characters, the big old cucumber. You know what? Cucumber's great. Uh, I think it's a savvy pick because I think that has a lot of utility. I think there's a lot of things you could do with it, always refreshing. Uh, however, I don't think there's any chance Mitch would have picked a vegetable. So you maybe could have gotten into the <laughs> later round. That's true. Shit. But he has accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got him off the board early. Um, and so now is this a snake situation or is this a Mitch? Goes? Uh, let's just take turns. Yeah, I'd rather have Mitch go so I can think for a second. (laughs) Um, Wags, my second pick. Look, I was thinking, I was like, do I choose fry guys? But like fry guys aren't French fries. But then what it made me think of is 
the McDonald's chicken nuggets were at one point sentient. Oh, that's true. So I'm choosing McNuggets. Wow. Hmm. What were those? Do you remember what those characters were called? I don't know. I got to find out. Fuck. Am I, can I not choose them if I can't figure it out? No, I'm just curious. I mean, we can look it up, but I just, you, you're going to take the McNuggets characters. Yeah, you can. You, yeah, if you want to, feel free to bing all you want. I'm going to search <laughs> McDonald's sentient nuggets. I don't know if that's going to. They're called the McNugget Buddies. McNugget Buddies. The McNugget Buddies. Yeah, and they are like little like Muppety uh, nugs. I feel bad that I, I do feel bad that I'd eat them. Yeah, because they have little mouths and, and eyes yeah. and souls. Uh, but also, if you're eating regular chicken nuggets, I mean, those those uh, at one point had a soul. It's just abstracted because you don't see a face. Look at these cute little guys. I know. They're cute as shit. Wally's on my lap, so I was kind of trapped. Those are <laughs> those are nice. They're really cute. But th- that's also toothsome. All right. The McNugget Buddies. Uh, Zach, back to you. I'm going to go with... Uh... Well, I, I had an idea, but now I'm wondering. So they're sent is the fact that they're sentient. Does that play into the, the decision that you make? Or are you looking at for the actual best meal? Well, I think that probably the overall <laughs> Do their meal personalities quality, factor in is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I think probably the meal quality is the main attribute but i think these other factors could certainly affect things you know Mm. like it's 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 a yeah i I would certainly consider all factors okay well then i'm gonna go with the california raisins that's a great pick because they're cool they are cool as hell they're cool but you gotta eat them by the way you gotta eat them i could (laughs) maybe go with some type of modified ants on a log with a cucumber um Mm. I don't know what we're working towards. We'll figure it out as we keep going. Well, you got some pieces. I got my next one. Yeah. I don't know if there's a McDonald's version of this. There might be. Uh, I'm basically making a Trump White House dinner. <laughs> like uh, what like what he gave to all the like the college kids or whatever. Yes. I'm gonna Master Shake Wags. Wow. Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Wow. He's, I got a shake now. Master Shake, a little obnoxious. A funny character, but an obnoxious character probably to hang he's out a, with. I thought, he was, I thought he was kind of like the straight edge guy. Isn't he kind of like the one who like is the serious no, one? Shake is like, a, he's like, got like a, he's, oh, he's like kind of the aggro guy. You're yeah. thinking of, of, the, the, of the Frylock. Yeah, yeah Frylock is fry. the, the straight fry man. Lock. Fuck, I could have gotten fries. Wait, so. Maybe you still can in the next round. Master Shake is kind of like Gilbert Godfrey, basically. <laughs> he's kind of got like, yeah, he's like he's intentionally like kind this. of an he's annoying like character. This. He sounds like that. Yeah, something hey, like that's that. That's a good. That was good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to know what it sounds like if if Gilbert Godfrey ever got in a room with Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, President Clinton! Hey there, how's it going there? I loved you as Iago. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, the flight is boarding. If you want to hop on, take your seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> your first no. time on the Lolita? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm so excited. Now we're sitting on another dead man. Wow. <laughs> Gilbert never did any of this shit. No, that's true. Gilbert was not on the plate logs. I forgot he passed away. R.I.P. 
Jesus. Man, he was very uh, funny. Uh, all right, uh, Zach, your third pick. Well, um, for my third pick, I know I know it's the wrong segment for this. I know this is the the famous segment, Mitch and Zachy. Um, what is it? Mitch and Zachy make a meal, make a porno edition? What is it? Yeah, let's 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 make a meal. Zach and Mitchy make a porno edition. Yeah, I'm realizing if you want to make it food based, it could be Zach and Mitchy make a portion edition. Uh, but I think I like porno, porno is better. Yeah, let's stick with porno. Yeah, I like porno. We gotta sexy up our choices soon. I feel like. Well, I'm about to do that. Oh the, hell yeah! The let's make a meal. Zach and Mitchy make a porno edition. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask if you'll let me be frank. I choose Frank the hot dog from Food Fight. Wow! Or or from Sausage Party. <laughs> wow! Is that the I main character? That's Seth Rogen's character. Frank Seth Rogen's character. Dog. Uh, I might core out my cucumber and stick the hot dog in there, kind of a Russian nesting doll <laughs> situation. I could work. Uh, I think he's a he's a good guy to have around. He's curious. I think later in the movie he gets kind of horny. So, you know, we're making a porno after all. <laughs> that movie does have an extremely horny ending. Frank the hot dog. Wow, you got set. You got. You got the the character of Zach from Zach and Miri as well. Yep. Right? Oh, that's it's, true. It's, there it's you Rogan. go. Yeah. yeah. By the oh, way, when you said you were like pick. you were going to say something, pick something horny. I had a completely different food in mind. I'm curious if Mitch is going to pick it. Put it in I the am. chat for me. I might pick it next. Okay. Great. It's it's too late. It's going to get picked right now. Um, I choose Wags. Uh huh. The M and M's, including that fucking <laughs> bombshell, that green M M&M, and M. Yeah, that was it. The sexy machi, green M M&M. and M. Yeah, the sexy green M M&M. and M. I'm choosing the sentient M and M's as a dessert. Um, hey, maybe I'll throw some in my shake. Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe, that's I'll, good. So maybe I'll throw some of the sexy green M M&M and M in in the master shake. Drink it so up. You've kind of you've kind of taken on different strategies here. Uh, mm. Zach has kind of like taken the exercise to heart and is trying to pick ingredients from which he can make a meal. You're just picking existing fast food items. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have pizza. Yes. I'm nuggets. making that, that famous meal of the hot dog, cucumber, raisin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got an issue with pizza and McDonald's and shakes. This sounds no, honestly, incredible. it sounds fucking good with M&Ms. It sounds great. I like all of these mm-hmm. things. Uh, Zach, your fourth pick. Wait, are there fifth picks? I think fourth. I think we can end on four. All right, we'll end at four. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with. I'm not a hundred percent sure this is sentient, but I gotta go with the Weiger juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it it fits it fits my menu. <laughs> it's you know what it is it is it is a bit like the stuff. It is it is it's sentient in a way. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Stuff. I haven't. So let's it's very talk similar about to Wagger. It's very similar to Wagger Juice. Stuff is worth a watch. Um, what a, I think that's a great pick. That's a good pick. Also, you know what, Zach? I appreciate a guest being like, we've never had a guest say that before, which they should do more often, which is like, we can end this on four. Why not? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we can pick five things. <laughs> uh, the, this is a, a Mitch, to recap Mitch's squad, Pizza the Hut, McNugget Buggy, McNugget, McNugget Buddies, uh, Master Buggies Shake, 
Uh, and uh, yeah, like a little uh, little carriage they could ride around in. Uh, Master <laughs> yeah, Shake and M and M's. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. has cucumber, California raisins. I'm sorry, the cucumber from Veggie Tales. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, California raisins, Frank the hot dog, uh, and um, and Weiger juice. <laughs> Still on the board. Some options, by the way. You could have taken Mr. Peanut. Uh, you could have taken the uh, let's all let's all go to the lobby movie theater characters. Uh, another mm. option, and of course the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, if you want yourself a beverage. I need, shit, I need a drink. Yeah, we both can, can. We both just have the Kool Aid Man. Are uh, you both get the Kool Aid Man? I like that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. to but to whose meal I, do I say? Can I have oh, the yeah. milkshake too. Can I have the milkshake? Okay. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can also have, have Master Shake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wait, what, what? Can I? Can I also have the Weiger juice? <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> you have to wait three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a restaurant about your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And the butcher's daughter staff is listening to this. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> This is they reviewed awful. our restaurant. Talking about Weiger juice. So they wait, loved our restaurant. We're gonna drive the by there to be shuddering. It. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Richard Jewell thing real? <laughs> uh, Just like a restaurant about your feedback. Let's open the feedback today. We have an email from Miriam and Sally. They write, "Ahoy, dough people." We are Miriam and Sally, a pair of sisters from New Hampshire. What's up, Emma? We are in Newmarket, Durham, Whoa. if that means anything to you. That mean anything wow. to you? Wow. Yep, that's like 20 minutes from where I grew up. Wow. Wow. Uh, we both work in special Don't education. Don't talk yourself to these freaks, Emma. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, God bless you, Miriam and Sally. Uh, uh, working in special yeah, education awesome. in middle school. Uh, and Sally's adopted a break and chew snack or whack reward system for her students. They get to try a new or unusual snack on Fridays if they accomplish their goals for the week. Some examples of the past are Zap's Evil Eye Chips, Pumpkin Spice Oreos, and Werewolf Polar Seltzer. Our question, wow. more like a special request is, what would be a good snack or whack or drink or stank for a handful of middle schoolers? Would love to pay homage to the origin of the special Friday treat. Thanks for any and all ideas. Sally from Burger Brigade and Miriam from Spoon Nation. So there you Hell go. Hell yeah, I love that Hell split yeah. up too. I'm, I'm oh, going to pull go. a Mitch and, and walk away for a second and, and bring a prop back. Okay. Wow. Okay. Because I have <laughs> I the perfect this. item. All right, Zach is standing um, and leaving. While that's happening, uh, uh, Emma, you're giving Jemmy a little pet back there. <laughs> very, very cute. Nice big She's yawn. She's very talkative today. <laughs> yeah. First of all, well, I just want to say thank you for what you do with the to to uh, God to, bless uh, you. What, what are what are their names again? Uh, Miriam and Sally. Miriam and Sally, you guys rule. Yeah, shout that's, out. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I stepped on on what you were saying when I was saying telling Emma not to dox herself to these freaks. But uh, that's that's. <laughs> oh, my parents sold that house. Uh, they don't live there anymore. It's okay. All right, all right, that's good. But but also, um, that's that that's uh, that rules. Um, yeah, and I don't have a good answer off the top of my head. We're looking for like something Halloweeny in that in that respect, Wags. Like uh, like well, this will be after be Halloween. Halloween we're in we're in November yeah. now, so I mean, I I think I think it's more like, hey, this would be a, a any given Friday. So so it mm. seems like this is a Friday tradition. If they accomplish their goals for the week, they get a, a new or unusual snack. So what would be a good one of those? Uh, Zach, you walked away. You've returned. You something is crinkling. I have an answer. 
I will also say, you know, as a big fan of the show, the downside of being on it is that I don't get a new episode whenever this comes out. But I'm <laughs> glad that I walked away because there will still be a little <laughs> segment that I don't know what's coming. So don't tell me what I missed. I'm excited to listen to this in the future. But I have with me a new snack that I've discovered. Wow. Um, wow. Well, I haven't discovered. I'm not, uh, you know, Dang. Christopher Columbus of um, snack foods. But <laughs> I, tr I tried these for the first time. Dang Thai rice chips. Uh, I've got two flavors wow. here. The sriracha spice and the toasted sesame. The sriracha spice, they're both good. The sriracha spice is a snack and a half to the point where I ate like three of them and immediately ordered like an 18 pack of a variety of flavors of this snack. They're delicious. So wow. dang, dang Thai rice crisps, crisps, chips. Hell yeah. Those look good. Chips. I read that That's as great. dong when you first held it up, but uh, th those look tasty as hell. Dong Thai rice <laughs> chips. <laughs> <laughs> crisps emma am i allowed to ask you to edit things out <laughs> yeah anytime <laughs> i said that perfectly the first time but anyway they're good they're really good wow i uh i, I want to try them they look they that that's sound, they sound good as hell um i like look i'm like if i was thinking like wags you reviewed on snacker whack the the zaps voodoo voodoo chips i think stuff like that is fun but i'm like when I when I'm thinking about this, the thing that for for middle schoolers, the thing that like the most fun thing to me is like a snack that tastes good but is also fun. Gushers, for instance, you bite sure. the gushers, mm -hmm. they gush in your mouth. Fruit by the foot, I love fruit by the foot. Yeah, that's it's a great nice one. and long. You like sour straws, you can like breathe air through them. Yeah, like a big oh, old dude, nerd rope. Nerd rope. Yeah. I my answer sucks. Why does your answer suck? Because it's handy snacks. I love handy snacks. I don't think that's a bad answer. I honestly, that's one of those things where I, where if I got a handy snack, a surprise handy snack, I'd be like, oh, wait, I fucking love these. But, uh, do, but do kids, but do kids get handy snacks? Because I mean, it's one of the, it's one of those three. It would, I'm like thinking in my head back in school and I'm like, either I'd want a fruit by the foot what is a handy or snack? a handy snack. Handy snacks were the crackers and cheese with a little red oh, yes, piece yes, of yes. plastic that you put on each cracker. And those three are like the first things that popped into my mind that like, that's, that's what I want. I don't know how popular they are anymore. Wags. I, I don't know what the deal is, but what about like pickle chips, like dill pickle chips? Fuck, they're like kind of weird, but kind of fun. That's good. Those are good. Uh, that's that's a great good. answer. I was, I was going to say a couple of things first off, because I, I'm just thinking of that age range and like how much, like I loved pizza. And I feel like if you get something that's got like a pizza flavor, that can be a fun mm. thing for kids to try. So I'm going to suggest okay. the Pringles pizza flavor, the pizza flavor Pringles. Um, also, that can is fun, uh, and uh, uh, you know the big tall the the big tall boy. Uh, the other thing I would suggest is Kit Kats have a bunch of different varietals mm -hmm. that you can try. Like the ones that like right now they have a blueberry muffin one that I haven't tried. Uh, they also have the Kit Kat duos. Which are like mm -hmm. you know they're they're like two flavors in one. They have one that's like strawberry chocolate. They've got one that mo that's mocha chocolate, uh, and uh, so you could you could look for some of those. But also, if you have access to some sort of import store, I, I'm not sure what exactly is in your your area in uh, Jesus, like the internet, <laughs> or yeah, the internet. I guess I don't know, but maybe you have a local like like local Asian market that stocks these. Um, 
uh, but also, yeah, you could order yes, online. Just go, like to, some... go to your go to your local importery, and you could probably find out your local importery. <laughs> this is not crazy. No, these exist. Seems like a lot of work, but go on. I don't know what their city. I don't know what their situation is. Maybe they're like, mm-hmm. hey, we have this local market where you can get imported foods. I don't know. Maybe that exists. Uh, if not, I did, yes, you could. I forgot or, to mention I did it. get these at the importery. <laughs> <laughs> Dang chips, get them at the importery. But if you start getting, uh, if you start getting Japanese Kit Kats, we've tasted some of these before yeah, on the show. That's good, wise. Mitch. That's good. bunch of bunch of good options. And then the other thing I'll just say, because you're in New England, you're not too far from the Great White North. Uh, you could probably get yourself some some all dressed, some uh, you know some yeah. some Canadian chips that aren't common in the mm. states. But, you know, I, I bet this is one of those things where we could really come up with something good or our, our listeners could really come up with something good if we uh, if we crowdsource this. Yes. I, I I just thought of something that I haven't tried, and I wonder if either of you have tried it or or even maybe already done a snack or whack. Have you seen the Doritos roulette? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have seen wow. those, but I haven't had them. It's yeah. like a Doritos bag where some of them are hot. Like, most of them are not Ooh, spicy. That's but that's Every so often, one is spicy. That might be fun, although maybe not. Yeah, for that's middle a good schoolers. one. I had a thought. Let's hear it, Emma. I got, t- I got, I got a new idea too. That's gonna, that's okay, gonna great. just kill with middle schoolers. I can't. Okay. Worry. Well, my thoughts super regionally specific, but there's a candy store in Kittery, Maine. It's like right over the border into Maine called Yummy's Candy and Nuts, and it is like every candy you could ever think of. It's every, I, it's candies I thought they didn't even make anymore that I haven't seen since I was kids. Ooh. a kid. They have all these chocolate-covered things, like weird stuff. And it's probably about 40 minutes from Newmarket where they are, but you could stock up for months with just like random little candies and stuff, which would be a really good way, place to go. If we were to name wow. a candy store, I feel like that's what we would name it. Yummies. Yummies Candy and Nuts. <laughs> candy and Nuts. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe mummies candy and nuts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, that that one should have gone in the chat for Weiger. <laughs> no, I like that you said it. Yes, you, you you've now earned it. To, you've now earned it to say everything to our faces. You can tell us that you should you should tell us to shut the fuck up more often. Um, I I my my thought went to Weiger just because it's been on the brain, but. A candy apple. You're up in New England. Nice candy. Mm. That's like this is a big treat. You know, if you get mm-hmm. these for everybody in the class, it's a big treat. Yeah. But then I thought, and I think that that would be I would I would like that as as a middle schooler. But then I thought, what's gonna bring the what's gonna bring the house down for middle schoolers? And I got it. Box of boogers, the tangy <laughs> gummy boogies that look and feel real, but Ugh. taste delicious. Gummy boogers. Box of boogers. Gross. Come on. That's, that's kids are disgusting. That would be fun. It's that disgusting, fun. but I think it would crush. I think that's yeah. that's that's perfect. That's who this Box is. Box of for. boogers. And at least right, they great. taste good, unlike those jelly beans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, those are those are horrid. Give me the give me the thing that like, oh, it's a box of boogers, but mm, these are tangy and 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 sour and and gummy and they're good. The the yeah. Harry Potter the Harry Potter ones are that's fucking disgusting. I want my food to yeah. look disgusting and taste good. Right. Agreed. A hundred percent. That's the Doughboys way. I hope this doesn't result in, uh, uh, hey, Doughboys, we got the box of boogers uh, for our kids. Uh, parents complained, and uh, we got fired. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, welcome aboard Doughboys Media. <laughs> uh, if you guys have any uh, any suggestions out there for Miriam and Sally, hashtag uh, Fryyay Snack. Fryyay Snack. Fry and uh, if you have snack. a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast.gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GOTO. That's 830-463-6844. You can get the Doughboys Double or Weekly Bonus episode by joining the Golden or Platinum Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And check out Mitch Doughboys Snack Pack. Hang out and chat with the two of us every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Listen live on Spotify. Wags, I'm going to tell you, Raw is ending. Perfect timing. I'm glad you get to watch all of Raw on mute while we're recording this episode. And hold on. I'm <laughs> I'm actually coming up on the after credit scene of Richard Jewell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. No, Weiger, you were right. <laughs> All right, great. Glad to have that affirmed. Uh, and glad to have you here, Zach Cherry. Uh, uh, such a funny dude. Such a great actor. Um, uh, really, really happy that you that you were able to give us so much of your time. Um, yes, and, uh, you rule, dude. Uh, you, Thank you for being and, here. And uh, God Love bless you for, li- for liking the show. Um, Zach, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this time? Uh, check out Severance. Um, wow. Eventually, The Great American Baking Show will come out on Roku. Check that out. It was a lot of fun. Um and uh Weiger juice. <laughs> By the way, if there's anything that should make us suspicious of Zach, it is that he likes the podcast. That is truly the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscord, our Discord server. You get Dose Scored access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>